think about it um um i just wanted to, i wanted to discuss just uh i don't know what is it what is, what is your take on this you know with the legalities of what the with the uh with the big big uh investors are doing it just shows in general how there's there has to be some insider trading you know how they say oh it's illegal there's things out of our control things that we don't know things that we as normal consumers, normal everyday people are not privy to. We don't, we're not in these circles. We don't have that money, that buying power. Um, so it doesn't surprise me. I'm just like surprised how everybody's basically in an outrage or trying to expose Robin Hood or GameStop or these hedge fund people when it's like they've been doing stuff like this. It's just a different name. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think, and it's funny because now that I think about it, like that's why I think the you know the black community em- embraced Martha Stewart because when she went to jail for that, that kind of showed <laughs> everybody that she was one of us. Yeah. She wasn't one of them, you know what I mean? Because if she was one of them, she probably would have never went to jail for doing that. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking at the whole dynamic of just how people got together and uh, and and from my understanding, these kids and this uh, this little group on. Uh, Reddit. On Reddit, they didn't even um, they were just kind of messing around with that stuff, and and they just they just understood that you know if enough of us do this, then it's gonna it's gonna move the needle, you know. That yeah, I feel like right now would be the perfect time where I can't interject with something. Yeah, because he would usually say, "Imagine if us <laughs> as black people could do something like that." <laughs> and I, absolutely not, and that's what I'm looking at too. And then just um, you know, moving forward. How do we put our money together? Just, you know what I mean? How do we put our money together? That, that's what I'm looking at in the whole ordeal is, you know, where do we where do we invest? Um, I know scare money don't make money. Um, somebody was telling me the other day that they thought they, they you know, I was going to invest too, but I was like, yeah, scare money don't make money. But mm-hmm. um, ultimately, we just got to be able to put our bands together and, uh, and make something happen. And, and it's just... Um, Have you invested in stocks ever? What do you own? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, but I think it was like 2018, 17, I was heavy into it. The only thing that turned me off is that I was doing so many, much trading and moving stuff around that when I had to do my taxes, they wanted to know every transaction. And and I'm like, and I was pretty much like, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm real impulsive with my trading. So a lot of that, like I was moving stuff around so much that my stocks was like, Oh uh, man, I was like, there was so much movement there that it was just a pain when I had to do my taxes. Uh, when when did you buy the stock? When did you sell it? And I was like, dang. So when I when I seen that end of it, it was a real turnoff because I wasn't making enough money to, for that headache that I had to deal with. And I had some bitcoins and some, you know, uh, um, some cryptocurrencies and stuff like that. And it was it was the same way too. When did I buy it? When did I sell it? And I was like, it was a couple of cents worth, worth. Right. a couple of dollars here and there. What are you guys tripping about? So I think that was a turn off. Um, but I would I would I would like to definitely start getting into like I, I've been looking at um 
think what my boy does, he does um uh foreign exchange and stuff like that. So I don't know, from my understanding of the foreign exchange, like some some markets they don't even let you buy into. Like they, it's only for certain people and there's restrictions Is and that stuff. Like China? Yeah, I think I think yeah, probably China. Uh I had looked I had looked into it a couple of years back, but it was just like um also, you know, people put the fear into you of investing. Well, you got to watch it because there ain't no guarantees when you're doing stuff for overseas. And, and I'm like, you know. There's the, no guarantee for nothing. Yeah, you know what I mean? And in all actuality, people got Swiss bank accounts because, you know what I mean? And these yeah. are the people that got the money. So what right. is that telling you? So, um, but yeah, no, I was just looking at this dynamic of how these, you know, how these kids disrupted this thing. And um, they're, they're, they're probably going to do something in the future to monitor forums and the kind of information people allow they're, they're going to really start getting into these things and putting moles in there you know what i mean planting people into these forums to disrupt things like they're doing with social media uh you guarantee that you know they they i can guarantee you they're going to want to put eyes on everybody's forums now you know what i mean even no matter how small um but uh yeah i'm just i'm just trying to figure out at what point you know okay like People are like, oh, that's illegal. They not, you know, they're not supposed to be doing that. And hedge funds are selling, uh, I don't know, stocks that aren't even there. Or I just don't. I, I'm just trying to get a better understanding of how that works. Like, okay, what are the legalities of this? When are they breaking the law? And when they're making the rules up as they go? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're making yeah. it up as they go. Because it's it's something that's never been done before. If you think about it, um, so, somebody said in the past it was it was. I'm trying to think of what. Or was it like a top secret group and not, you know, because when these people, when these kids got all that money and fame or whatever, like they got to the point where they're not really, they're not arguing about money. They're not just, they're not worried about money. They're, they're past that threshold. Money is not something that they're achieving or striving for because they already got it with that stock or with their gaming or. Whatever else they're doing on forums. Look at those TikTok people. You see how much those people be making on like on those downloads and those views? TikTok. An app that hasn't even been around for two years. Yeah, I mean, you know what? And then that's my thing too, is that I don't like to hop in on stuff whenever um whenever whenever everybody else is on it. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So I, I try to look at things. I try to be you know, analytical. Yeah, and then see things and be a visionary and see things before, like like cryptocurrency. I I feel like I got in too late. Now they like they're talking about like Dogecoin and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, that might be the way to go. But I don't know. Just whenever the masses. So how do you how do you decide? All right, this is new. This is emerging. Uh, how much money should I invest? Should I invest? Should I jump in? To me, a hundred dollars is a good starting point for, yeah. for for me and my and my budget. You know, I'm like, you know, let's just throw. I like in my mind, I'm like, let's throw a hundred dollars at this and see what happens. Right. It's not like a devastating. It's a it's a good amount of money, mm-hmm. I think, and it's not really devastating if I lose it. And it's like, okay, you know, move on to the next. Um, but that's I think that's where my struggle is. Is that like, okay, you got these farms where you know everybody's running, and they're like, okay, this group of people is gonna do this. We got, okay, we got Jamal three minutes away. Um, so you got this group of people, like, I don't like the, I like the group dynamic. I just don't like the, the trend dynamic. If you, you know what I mean? I don't yes, like to do stuff because yes. it's trendy or because, you know, everybody's like, because I don't know. I feel like 
you get those are the, the people that follow trends are the ones that are being controlled. Yeah. And I don't want to have that same mind state. So right. I kind of stay away from stuff like that. But I want to just try to figure out how to build, you know, within us a group, you know what I mean, that we can move together. Mm. You know what I mean? Without yeah. feeling like, oh, it's a trend. They're, these guys are doing it. We're doing it. Eh, it's just We're just a bunch of other people just late to the party. You know what I mean? So that's I think that's ultimately what I want to try to figure out is, okay, let's be let's be precise. You know what I mean? Let's let's put our money together um, and, and set realistic goals and, 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 and figure this thing out to where I mean, and that's one of the things that that Hakeem brings to the table that I always like is he's like, if you don't like the way somebody's getting down, then stop, stop participating. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think the goal is try to figure out, you know, how to stop participating or not only that is how, how to, you know, have this microcosm of an economy within the economy. You know what I mean? Because mm. ultimately one of the downsides that people, you know, we got a system in place that we're used to. And this is one of the downsides to what is being spoke about. I like the whole robbing from the rich, uh, giving to the poor <laughs> uh, mentality. But also, too, this is a system that we've been used to. So how do we navigate the new? I mean, what if it comes down to the barter system? Like, what, what, would, what would be your trade? You know what I mean? What can you provide your neighbor in order to get, you know, meat or bread? You know what I mean? So I think that's something that we got to look at, too, is just... Um, Going back to learning trades, uh, I was blessed to be grow, grow up in the 80s and in the, in, the, in the country, you know, southern New Mexico to where um, people were farmers out there. You know what I mean? Like you knew like a lot of kids knew they were going to grow up and they were going to work at the farms. I just I thought I was going to be a rapper. So I'm, like, I'm not doing none of this. I'm not learning a lot of this. But I still did pick up a lot about, you know, farming. Um, I used to bell hay. I stopped doing it because like there were snakes in the hay. I didn't like snakes. Um, I used to, it was this, uh, older gentleman named, uh, uh, Doug Osborne. He used to pay you like $5 to do a whole field <laughs> at the time. You know, I was like, man, I'm dealing with like reptiles, bro. You got to step your game up. But anyway, um, yeah, I think that's what this situation is going to come to. Cause you know, the beginning of, you know, I, I, I get it. I like, like I said, I like the whole Rob from the risk is, but we're messing with things that are, that's going to mess up the whole dynamic and, in order for this thing to be rebuilt, it's gonna have to be destroyed completely. You know what I mean? And that's that in itself is a scary thought when you're thinking about the way that we've always done things is no longer gonna exist, and we're gonna just you know what I mean? We're gonna have to build our our, our whole world up again, and it's probably gonna be some you know a lot of bloodshed. You know what I mean? People coming because that's how it that's how it always is. Like you know revolutions and stuff. There's a lot of bloodshed, and then from the ashes becomes another economy. And that's the scary part that people don't don't want to fathom is that we're gonna have to tear all this shit down in order to build something better. But then who's gonna be in charge of that new situation? You know what I mean? Everybody's asking for a vaccine. Everybody asking for more money. But no one's saying like, "Yo, let's tear down this constitution. Let's rewrite this shit. This budget. Let's rewrite it. No more president. We got like a panel of people, six, seven people." Man, maybe like seven, six or seven people is too much. The Senate or the House of Representatives, which has like 400-something people, why? You know what I mean? Like, it's too, it gets to a point where it's too much people, too much voices, and I, I get the representation by states, but they can't get a deal done. Yeah, why, yeah. Why you can't sit down and be like, look, 
This is what we got to do for our people, for humanity. Like, just a little bump. Yeah, um, one of the things I look at when it comes to that is that I, I just feel like if you side with any political party, you're, you're pretty much an extremist. Because, you know, when you ask, you can sit there and ask somebody like, okay, what, what don't you agree with that your party does? People don't like that question because then they don't want you to build and expound off of, well, I don't agree on the fact that they, you know, do yada yada. Because now you're, you're, they're pretty much helping your argument. You know what I mean? But so my whole thing is, I don't side with a political party because they, they have a bunch of different issues that I agree and disagree on. Like back when we were in gangs and stuff like that, and like we had rules, and then but a lot of times you overlook the rule because you were the one doing it. Like if you're like. All right, we're not going to go up in nobody's house because there's moms and kids in there. But if your, your homie decided to do that, you would kind of overlook it because, uh, you know what, we're us and they're them, you know, type of deal. So that that in itself is a gang mentality. Uh, let me. Uh, <laughs> hey, what's going on? It's my guy, Jamal. Peace. AKA Faded. How are you? Hello, brother, how are you? Great. Where's Bob? Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so going back to that. We got we got faded over here, faded saint coming in. Hi, right? All right, <laughs> oh, so we not we not ain't no ain't no video mm -mm -mm -mm. on. <laughs> no, yeah, so what we um so we were just trying to figure out like okay like as far as the hedge funds and like how like what do you think about the whole GameStop situation? Like how how could we use that and build? I mean um. Yo, first I just want to say peace, love, and light. You feel me? Shout out to the righteous man, woman, and child. Shout out to uh, my tribe. Shout out to my gang and the whole nine. Um, as far as the GameStop situation, I don't like to uh, repeat and just regurgitate information without adding, you know, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to it and being able to either give it to somebody on their level. So what I will say from my understanding, there's a thing called market manipulators or market influences. It's almost like social media influences, if you will. So these guys are very <clears throat> have a very big platform and following. So if he goes on and says, yo, you know, we heard that Raisin Bran been having bugs, you feel me, or whatever. He say something about Raisin Bran. He has enough following, enough influences that the shareholders are going to make a move based off of what he's saying. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. if you really think about it, to me, that's the greasy shit. But that's allowable, and it's been going on for crazy long. And so what a lot of people don't understand, they think that individuals only make money on the market when the shit goes up. You actually can make bread when it goes down too. That's called a short. Okay. And so what, them, what, what they doing is they shorting stocks. I know that you got 10 million in GE. I can't give you no insider trading, but I can tweet, yo, yo, GE, da 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 da. Wink, wink. Yeah. Next thing you know, you shorted the major percent of your GE portfolio and the shit dropped crazy, which is acceptable. And it's been for years. So now with the advent of social media, and what they call the retail traders, niggas is like, okay, we could we could get together 
and we can come through and, and, and we can maybe throw five, ten million at the market, which is enough to make the market move, is really not compared to some of these hedge funds, it's really not a, a big, big splash, but it's enough to make the market move. And what that would be called is a short squeeze. So okay. since you niggas is shorting it, we're gonna squeeze you out of that short. Okay, so so when you say retail, you mean like the people that's using Robin Hood? Yeah, that's okay. like the small people. They're not the um necessarily the market movers because we don't have the capital. And prior to the Reddit situation, we wasn't practicing any group economics to say, let's come together and do like a small hedge fund movement so we could squeeze them out of the short. Because the short shit is the bullshit if you really look at it. These guys already multi-million dollar people and they're taking advantage of what they call the retail traders so like i said with the advent of social media and people being able to just tap into a collective consciousness and make a move they're like all right you want to short GameStop or you want to short whatever when you get to shorten we're going to pull together and we're going to squeeze so while y'all got all this resources in the stock falling we're going to push that motherfucker back up and we're going to have our people flood in and get that um influx from that stock raising up crazy you don't and it's just like whoever's whoever's a part of the page whoever's following they get the inside scoop so it's almost like a reverse inside trading or they pop the blue pill you know niggas sit on the red pill the whole time it's like nah we're gonna pop the blue pill on y'all so you know all the older people all the rich people they really having a problem with it yeah. Okay. So Melvin Capital was the actual company that that they uh they they put the squeeze on. Correct. Like I guess that, that's what it was. What do you mean when you say the company? Because GameStop was the is the company, but you when you follow the money, you have um like you say these hedge funds. Yeah, the hedge funds. So I think Melvin Capital was was the ones that had the hedge funds. They I were think. one of them. I okay. know BlackRock was a was another one. It's a lot of it's a lot of them. Like anytime you see stocks shorten. That's what's happening. These guys who in the market are considered whales are moving masses amount of money somewhere. So you can see it happening. It's not like that's the uncommon thing. The uncommon thing is the quote unquote uh, uh, David. The squeezer. Fucking up Goliath. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's got everybody mixed up. You know so, what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to think of, I'm trying to figure out what what what, what made them feel like they was going to put the squeeze. Like, I wonder if they just got tired of the of uh, of the, the whole situation or there was just something that they had against just actual financial group or what, you know what I mean? Like, what made them so angry to where they were like, we go. I don't think it's an anger thing. Like I said, in the advent of social media and the, and, the, and the ability to be able to collectively pull consciousness and having, like, you could dead ass take four months, hard body, and be, you know what I'm saying? Warren Buffett, this nigga used to have to fill out papers and have somebody come physically grab the paper to actually fill the stock. He had to go through mounds and mounds of information to do research. Now we can do this shit in 10 minutes. Mm. So motherfuckers are becoming professional traders in four to six months. So it's really not even a thing to say, I'm mad at them niggas. It's like, how can we get this money? We got social media. We got all these apps. I can get on here right now and record and touch bases with mad people and have enough people to say, you know what? I rock with that. I got a hundred. I got a hundred. I got a hundred. I got a hundred. Boom. We're going to put it all on Facebook. Mm. Or And because trading is public information, 
They what they what they've been doing, like I said, is that they're not moving physical stocks. So you're not seeing, oh, these niggas just sold 150 million IBMs. You're not seeing that. They show up in the options form where they're doing uh, shorts. So you like, wait, wait a minute. You see AMC and you look at what ETFs, what holdings have, what holdings you can see. I forget Melvin. Yeah. And then you can see BlackRock and you can see their holdings in AMC and something like that. And then you can see all their short positions. Okay. So break up, break down options. Uh, I mean, I hear that term a lot and I, I'm still having wrapped my mind around it. Options is just a derivative of a stock. So first of all, what is the stock, right? Boom. Stock is a company, which is like a pizza and it's allowing you to get a slice, a share. Right. So I'm going to retain 70%. But I'm going to also let 30% uh, go to shareholders so they can have an effect and actually invest in the company. And I can take that money and I can, as a smart business person, I can reinvest that into growing and expanding the business. So that's what a stock actually is. So if you have an IBM that's trading on the market right now for $112 and I want to get... A hundred of those, right? That's that's what is that? Um, thousand dollars or something like that. Let's just say thousand. You can do the math to get the right number. But so to get a hundred shares to see a ten percent gain in six months is typically that gain. That's what you would do with the long hold. But options being a derivative would allow me to go temporarily grab a hundred shares of that IBM with an expiration date. So I don't own it. But the options borrowing. allows me to hold it for this expiration date. Now, I'm either going to bet on the short, which means I'm betting that it's going to drop from this 112, or I'm going to bet on the long, which means I might think, based off of the past history, I've seen IBM increase 5% on a monthly, that bitch is going to hit 120 next month. So I'm just going to grab it yeah. with, the, with the time and hold it until it hits 120. That bitch might go to 125. So with the option... And when you're going for the long position, there's no cap on what you can make. If you got that bitch six months out and it hit your strike price of 120 in the first two months, you can still hold it. And it hit 130 and you might get two, three hundred. We've seen even thousand percent on a return off of one play. Just holding it long enough, letting it do what it do. You know what I'm saying? So that's what the option is. It gives you the derivative. You can buy one stock, that one derivative is a representative of a hundred stocks. So instead of me having to drop a band and buying a hundred IBMs and then holding that bitch to get a 10% return, I can get one option and that option is worth a hundred stock, a hundred points. So it'll be like, instead of me having to pay that 100 for the IBM, it'll probably be like $14. You know what I mean? For that one times the hundred shares. You feel me? And that's how you come up with that price for your option so it's an option and more of a, con a concise answer an option is a derivative of a stock and it's worth a hundred shares and you get to hold it with an expiration so that that sounds like i mean a no-brainer when it comes to you know you, you purchasing options sound like a no-brainer than purchasing you know one share or, i mean i mean I'm not necessarily to, I'm just, the I'm just options to is very volatile okay so if the if you bet at the 120 and that bitch go to 98 and then the right. option expire, you right. just it's lost be... everything that you, it might have been $100 that you put up, but you lose the whole 100 and it expires worthless. 
So it's a it's an opportunity for you to lose an option. Stocks don't just go up. Yeah. But being that you're dealing with options, you also have more options. Because you could also say, okay, I thought it was going long, and you see it's dropping, you can just put in a short. So you might have lost 30 on the long and made 70 on the ah, short. You're still in profit. You got you, got you. So you just got to be on it and just... Either way, you just got to... Monitor it, see how it's yeah. moving. And that's why I was telling you before. People believe that you only make money on stocks when it goes up. But no. What they're doing is they're shorting these shits. Oh, you heard the E. coli. Da, 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 da. Now, you know, wink, wink. <laughs> now you see the option is being shorted. So now they're just doing a bunch of calls. I mean, doing a bunch of puts. And put is another word for shorten, which means you believe that the stock is going to fall. So you can make money on the fall, too. That's what the whole AMC GameStop is because they're kind of crappy stocks. So there's no way, like, what the hell? This shit just went up 500% in two weeks and, and AMC been closed and been tanking since the pandemic. Right. So we know it's like something's a foul. What's going on? Yeah. Me and Kenny across the street on Robin Hood don't have enough bread to make that move like that. <laughs> so what's and who's pushing the stock up? That's when you have the Melvins and you have the Black Rocks, these hedge funds yeah. who have heavy positions where they can just short it or long it. And you won't see it like when you look at the report, you don't see these niggas physically moved a million shares of IBM, but they're doing it in the options. Okay, so yeah, because I, I... So somebody... I came across somebody the other day. They were telling me that these companies make a living off of uh, bankrupting companies, pretty much. But how do you feel about it being put in that way? I mean, I don't really know. You know what I mean? It's like Chronos uh, ate his own kids. <laughs> like this, just the machine, how it works. It's really not like you know that's some humanity shit. Like, oh my god! But really, we're talking about companies, which is a corporate entity, yeah. which is the paperwork. There's no human behind that. It's a straw man. It's a third party. Like, I can get four LLCs and they'd be like, yo, you know, son is bankrupt. Well, you know, Jamal's barbershop is, but me personally, I'm good. Like, <laughs> that was a false entity. It wasn't me. So who was the corporation? Yeah. I don't feel bad for these niggas. Okay. They're not people. But in reality, that's just how the game works. You have whales. Them niggas don't swim with sharks. As big and bad as sharks is, whales kind of move the current of the ocean. So when you're looking at the market, these big hedge funds are the wells. Why are, why are they trying to be the victim? Why are they like, why are they not trying to take the L? That's the whole thing. When you got the power, you, is, you're not going to be the victim with the power. <laughs> so you see these old ass white niggas. Frankly, they've been, because this, you got to think at it. We're in 2021. You know what I'm saying? I'm a... You know what I mean? Elder millennial dude. And I'm barely getting access to this information. Right. How long has the market been alive? So these people have been squeezing and shorting, you know what I'm saying, mad long. And now finally these, these prick ass Generation Z guys get on here with their Robin Hood bullshit <laughs> and they fucking up my money. That's how that shit works. That's somebody's grandfather talking that cash talk. <laughs> because he lost, you know what I'm saying, 50 million in about... 30 minutes. <laughs> so you goddamn right, Uncle Scrooge is out of his room with his fucking drawers up his ass. And, and, and at the end of the day, when you have the money, you get to create the narrative. But it's like when you just listen to it, it's like, okay, so y'all been shorting stocks? That's not an issue. You can just have your man tweet some shit. And everybody over here is like, oh, it's a good day in the office. We sold them shares of options and made 
10 billion today. But the moment, you know, Davey come out with his rock and book up, come at Goliath with some action, it's a problem. So so where's the where's the legalities come into play? Because everybody's like, well, this is illegal, that's illegal. I'm just trying to figure out on their end, what's the elite, what are they doing? Ain't shit illegal because it's in the options. It's not illegal. Like when you buy into the company, y'all might have got into an inception. Inception. So it's like y'all don't have cash volume, but y'all got y'all still have stocks. And you might be like, busted. I don't really want to take mines. Just let me hold mine in options derivatives. And I want them just to inspire four years out. It's kind of like what Beyonce did with um what was she had to deal with? Uber? She took yes, her shit in yes. stock options. Yeah. And now yeah. that she went in equity. Yeah. Was she crazy. Wanted, she wanted equity. She got, I'm telling you, she got them shits in stock options. So it's like. It might be trading. She might have got them shits at $6. And then the IPO opens at 20 right. So she already, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then a little bit later, a little bit later, then that Wait. motherfucker go to 50 I'm ready to cash these in, baby. Yeah. Mm. That's how that works. So it's really like you don't really account for them dollars. It's like a, it's a derivative. It's like a trust. The money working, mm. but it isn't. You know what I mean? So now you still got other bread to put towards other places. And so you have these people who just have these these options on the back end. They don't really have to touch them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, we got a play coming. Then it's like, all right, I want to get I want to get rid of them shits. So I mean, that's kind of like the legal way to do it. If you do it any other way, it's kind of like the shit that got um Martha Stewart. It's the insider trading shit. <laughs> just like when you when you talking about you get an IRA. And you want to flood your IRA, you could flood it on the front end. It's only six, but there's still another way to back in that bitch and add another 20,000 to it. I mean, you know what I mean? When it's supposed to be only a 6,000 a year limit. So everything have a loophole when it comes to the money. None of it is necessarily um, niggas ain't playing by the rules. So, yeah. So one of the things that was like brought up was that how. Uh so Robinhood, I guess they stopped people from purchasing that that particular or those particular stocks. The majority uh, of the platforms did. Okay. They put a freeze on them shits. So that, and that's perfectly legal. I think this shit was unprecedented. It never happened before. There was never no social media. There was never no internet before. This shit is all new. So that's what like a lot of times people get, and it's funny because it's mostly our people, but people get lost. They don't understand how time works. They be telling niggas, oh, the reset, the reset, the reset. So they know their little moment of time is kind of over. That shit is dead. There's no, what are you going to go back from? You just shut down the whole internet? It's like, y'all yeah. niggas get them books because we got the advantage. We was in them books. Like, hey, fuck out of here. <laughs> Give me six months. I'm Bill Gates. What are you talking? I mean, that's how you're seeing it happen. People are popping up millionaires like weeds. Okay, yeah, because they were saying... Uh, the thing about the Robin Hood thing was they were saying um, that there wasn't necessary. There's a possibility, okay, just playing the devil's advocate, that the forum was too small to be able to handle all of that that came in at him at one time. So they they put a freeze on it because they needed to recalibrate their system because it was they it was unprecedented. That's that's I don't believe that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it, it's like I said, it's, it's a, a theory. both ways thing because. That's how it is. You know, whales eat smaller fish. So just as much as you've seen a, um, a couple kids, there was one kid in particular, his mom had bought him like four shares at GameStop like five years ago. The nigga spent like $25 on them shits and just held them. And then that shit happened. 
and the nigga made crazy bread. Yeah, so yeah. So it's like, <laughs> there's some things right. that happen, but sometimes it's people who got that FOMO. It ain't really make the news. The FCC's not involved. I just got my five bands and I threw it in there. And then this shit happens. They kind of got to freeze it to keep people from still trying to jump in. Mm -hmm. And then they get jigsawed when the shit go back to normalcy. When, when, it bu when it's the bubble bust. It's, it's, yeah. it's yeah. going to go back. Like, yeah. shit's going to go back to $2. It's a piece of shit stock. So for the people who's on Reddit and y'all like, one, two, three, go. Yeah, get it. But for the, all the other people who like FOMO, like, yo, this shit be going crazy. I'm finna throw everything in there. And they ask it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, motherfucker, go back to reality and your whole shit got swiped. That's kind of like, nah, nigga, we not. We gonna freeze the shit because we know you Generation Z niggas are not gonna listen. That's how y'all getting rich. Because everything that we saying, this is the thing, get you a hedge fund and get 5% return and don't do this. They like, man, fuck what you talking about. And everybody's getting rich because they going against the grain. They right. taking a risk. So if they would have just let it open and say, hey, this is what's going on. We advise you guys not to. They got a lawsuit on their hand. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want their money back. Y'all, ah, we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. TD Ameritrade, like majority of the... um. Major platforms all did the same response. It was one, it's called Doe. I know, I won't say it's black owned, but one of, uh, I don't know, original people's got a hand in it. One of the brother got a hand in it. And they came on and they did a thing where he was like, they explained it to the, the guys, to their um, customers. And then they just let them, I, mean, I want to keep doing it. They didn't freeze it. They let them. But they explained it very thoroughly, like what was going on. But they didn't want people to feel like they didn't have Gas, a choice up, yeah. to do what they want to do. And people are going to say, yo, you can't. You know, that's the whole thing. If somebody the saying, so you can't do something, it could be for your best interest. But people are like, you can't be telling me what the yeah. hell I could do with my money, man. Yeah, you got Now it's like, it's a different thing. Like we in Russia or something like that. You know what I'm saying? You can just too much control on your end to regulate what I'm doing. You feel me? So that's how that's really like. That's making them stink more than anything. You feel me? It's not the Reddit guys. It's like y'all controlling this shit anyways. Y'all manipulating it anyways. And y'all up billions. And y'all mad because now we getting up and we eating. They yeah. don't want that generational um, divide in wealth to be bridged. They don't want that to happen. That's what if you say, why is they salty? That's what it is. Niggas is making up for that. Them, all them years of, you know what I'm saying? So, like, nah, they don't want that. So do you see this becoming like a normal just for yeah, different stuff? It'll never be the same again. Never. It'll never go back. Uh. They can't regulate it. What can they do? Okay. And so you, uh, you, what, what, what kind of actions do you see them taking to try to limit the situation that just took place? The same shit they've been doing, freezing stocks. Uh. Once they see them shits is happening, they'll be like, nah, give it three days. Mm. It's dead. You can't trade. IBM, they mm. squeezing it. Well, why are you shorting it? <laughs> so, 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 you know what I'm so, what would be your response to that? Um, the, uh, what, what, do you, what do you think people should do as far as um, overcoming uh, them limiting you buying? Like nothing, because the market is such a big market. You could trade futures, you could trade forex, you could trade crypto. And there's so many companies between the uh, S&P, NASDAQ, Russell. It's too many companies. Motherfuckers is just on that FOMO stuff. 
They don't really understand the nature of the market or trading. And they're seeing people hit these licks and they just want to bandwagon that lick. And while they talking crazy about AMC and GME and GameStop, there's still 9,000 other shits that's either going up or going down. So, like, I never had my eye on none of that. You know, that's why I said, you know, I didn't really, haven't really been keeping abreast to this whole situation because it's the full market. Like, mm. them is all garbage-ass yeah. stocks. I don't follow GameStop. Yeah, no. I don't follow, like, you feel me? So it's a way to actually research good companies, follow those good companies, and you could just say, oh, I love LVMH. They make Louis Vuitton. They make Hennessy. Like, I yeah. fuck with that. And you could trade that and be good. You don't have to be, I right. did a research. You put an option in, you know when that shit gonna pop. You've been watching it, you know it. You good, that one play. Mm. Just eating. It's going up. Ah, it's going down. Ah, it's going up. You know what I'm saying? Every month you buy in, you buy in, you buy in. You exercise your compound interest. You feel me? It's just basically taking your bread and putting it somewhere. It's a monopoly. So what advice would you have for uh, people that want to get into buying stocks? Everybody should at least take six months out of their life and learn the market. Everybody. It's a skill. It's money. You feel me? And Everybody should go get um, the audio book or the physical copy of Money Master the Game. Shit is a fucking game. You said Money Master the Game? Who's the author? Oh, man. You know what? We can figure that out. I got right? it on my audio book. It sucks that I don't know. It's right on the tip of my head, but I ain't eating and whatever, whatever. Uh, Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins, Money Master the Game. Um, and that's what they were saying in the beginning of it. That was like all games... Okay, Tony, uh, Money Master, Tony Robbins. Yes, yeah, what I said, Tony okay. Robbins. Yeah. Uh, Money Master, the game is like all games aren't inconsequential. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, all right, we're going to play this game, but motherfucker, your life on the line. Ha-ha, shit ain't funny. You got to know how to win, <laughs> nigga. Your life is on the line. You know what I'm saying? That's what kind of how this is, how they play it. It's just like a game. So um, he was saying the stock market is his money machine. You feel me? So the compound interest allows you to, Put the interest on top of your interest. So every year that interest just compounds, just compounds, just compounds. So like that's how you really get the generational wealth. So you take your nine to five and you take 10% of that and you dedicate that to the market. If it, Every two weeks, every month, whatever it is, let's say you got Tesla, NVIDIA, and then you own like the S&P 500. You got two tech stocks and then you own... The market, which the market is is going to yield a safe 10%. So you know you got money over here. That's a safe 10%. That money's not going to get fluxed up. Tesla is volatile, but even though it, in its volatility, it's been going up. And what did I say? The other one, NVIDIA or something. It's just a chip stock. They make video games, processors. Those are like a growth stock. You see that in the future going up. You see what I'm saying? But it's also volatility, you know. So you got like Tesla would be a dangerous bet. This is your future bet, and then you got your safe bet. So those are the th your three. That's all you need for your portfolios, those three. Then you take your 10% and you dedicate that evenly through those on a dollar cost average by buying in every month. And you're going to hold those for five to 10 years. And then, you know, let's say after five years, let's say you hit 100% return, you might want to evaluate and say, does this still have the growth potential that it did the first five years, the next five years, if it doesn't, and they said you might have president came in, you might want to rotate and say, all right, I want to put green energy. They just passed the weed shit. 
and then I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go S and P 500. Whereas maybe with Trump, I wanted to fuck with the um, the Nasdaq because he's more tech, Facebook, Twitter. You feel me? Where Biden's more green energy. You know, that's more Dow ind ind industrial stocks. So you might move it based on that. But all you really need is three, and then you just. You don't have to be the chart expert to know when the perfect time to buy because every month when you know you get paid, you're just allocating 10% of that to that. You're not that you're never touching it. You feel me? Mm. So you do that. <clears throat> do you have to necessarily know about the stock? Not like everything, but about the product, what they sell. I won't say you have to know, but for your own peace of mind, you probably know way more than you think because you consume. You know what I'm saying? So you know, like, nigga, it's pandemic. I'm going to get Dollar General on Clorox. <laughs> I'm going to buy them shits, and I'm going to hold them for a year, two. To that 10000 it's going to appreciate. You might get 25 You might get 50% on your return. Imagine saying, I'm going to put my 10000 in the bank. You get 1.1%. Yeah. yeah. And the cost of appreciation and value of living goes up more than that. So you lost dollars putting your money there. So it's about where you can park your money, and your money could work for you. And the market is the best place you could do that. Mm. The best place you got some of these companies like if you look at tesla you might not be so affluent in saying what it is because it's not a car company it's a technology company but you look at tesla and say damn every year they're doing 25 percent in returns imagine you parking your 10 grand there for five years and then you get to 25 percent and then every year that compounds <laughs> you know what i'm saying so it's easy way to turn your 10 grand to a hundred thousand by just letting it chill right there you don't have to Get up every day and, baby, I'm working hard for this money. Yeah, <laughs> bitch, I was so weird. Eating jacuzzi in the jacuzzi. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, nigga, he's breaking his back. Yeah, so, so okay, so, <laughs> what would you suggest somebody who doesn't want to use, you know, the, the, I guess you call them the retail, like a Robin Hood, where, uh, like, what, 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 what would you suggest to start? Dough. Um, How you spell it? D-O-U-G-H, I believe, and okay. it come up like bread. It's like um, like a brown and a white one. It look like toast. But you also got stash. Yeah, I used stash for a while. Acorn. Acorn stash I, would I, I probably use... be the most user-friendly because it allows you to get fractional shares. So if you can't mm. afford the $822 Tesla, nigga, let me get $5 of that, John. Yeah, stash is the, <laughs> stash is the one that where you Yo, spend man. like a dollar and like say you spend 75 cents and then 25% of that That's goes Acorn, to... Acorn, I believe. Ac okay, yeah, you're right. You I was Acorn. Because I got, I got them both. But yeah, stash, you could just do fractional. Let me get $5 worth of Tesla and you can say every two weeks automatically take $5 and just put it to Tesla. Mm. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to do nothing. It's just like Acorns. You stashing them shits away. You look up five years, you be like, I forgot about that money. 10, 20, 30,000. Mm, just so you, chilling. So you said instead of having the savings, put that into the savings. Give you maybe one percent that you yield a year. So mm. you put your ten thousand in. You go back next year. It's nine hundred and ninety-seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing about it, when they, when you touch it, they're trading your money in the market. Uh, they yeah, take a, maybe so. a small percent there, just in case you be like, yo, let me get a hundred. They be like, here you go. <laughs> 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 they got your other nine hundred forex futures. Options. Yeah, my, my uncle used to work for the bank. He said for every dollar that you put in, they make about eight on it. Maybe you're going crazy on your money. Yeah. Then yeah. they charge you bank services fees, open yeah, trade fees. Oh, it would take three to five business days for us to get, because they over there messing with the money while it's, yeah. They don't yeah. got that bread there. They don't got it. 
they trading. They know what to do with the money. Mm. And it's funny that, like, that's the greatest scam ever. That's even better than insurance. It's convincing you that you just smart enough to just go make it, but you not smart enough to keep it and manage it. You bring that shit over here. Because you know the, the, the niggas and the Mexicans and all the fucking people. Boo, nigga, you're scared. <laughs> Get that money and you bring it over here. <laughs> you, listen, you went to school, you got a master's, but you don't know what to do with that money. You get that shit and you drop it off. <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's true. That's the biggest... Like, yeah, you're right. I should drop it off. Direct deposit? It just go right to your shit? Yeah, you don't want it. You know, pay your bills and then give us the money. You need us. In fact, $25 to start the account, nigga. <laughs> this to prove how much you need us. You got to pay for this shit. This, this dick ain't free. Kendrick Lamar, you feel me? That's the greatest scam. That's the mafia. They just putting fear in your heart and they pressing you for this bread. You don't even know why you're doing it. Yeah, I got to get a bank account. Some dumb shit your mom said that some dumb shit her mom said or some shit her mother couldn't do. So it was like, oh, wait till I get it. I'm going to have a bank account and put on the hat. That shit don't matter. Real kings, you're going to have your money. And really because paper ain't shit, nobody wants to carry 10 million in paper. It'll be molding. It'll be fucking worthless. That's how people really don't get it. Uh. I'll get a I'll get a neighborhood. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck. I'm gonna do what? Yeah. A million in paper. <laughs> you That's stupid true. motherfucker. You sitting over here with 40 pounds of paper? Why not have gold, mineral, copper, zinc, iron, wood, hemp? No, nigga, give me this paper. And I'll kill a nigga if he try to take it. <laughs> it's paper. It's true. They bro. fucking tricked your ass. No, that's real. My, my, yeah, my buddy was telling me too. He's like, get, get, get a credit union. That's even better than a bank. You it's know? still better, but it's the same thing, man. When you're talking about these hedge funds, it's just a smart nigga who can convince dumb niggas you should give me your money. Mm. That's all a hedge fund is. All these startups. They, they don't have no money. Yeah, they try. To <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the thing about it is that the collective group, they do practice group economics. So I could be, um, um, it's a company, NEO, not NEO, NOK or something. They're supposed to be like a Tesla. Oh, Nikola. They've been on the market for mad long and these niggas don't even have a car. Right. They didn't make mad the pre-orders. CEO, the CEO resigned or left. He made yeah. a bag and left. It's like so. So these are the people that are creating these hedge funds. No, this is just an example yeah. of how the game works. If yeah. I got twenty billion dollar friends, I could come up with a piece of shit I deal. They put their money behind it. I offer them stocks. They eat. Everybody eats. They sketched it. They drew it. They had a demonstration video of the truck. Like the it's shit was to... rolling downhill. Yeah. It wasn't even starting. It was going to slope. Yeah. <laughs> but that stock pops. Yeah. And people buy it and niggas make money. Wow. But it's, it's no different from knowing a corporation is a corporate entity. It only exists through paperwork. The only means it can travel is through legality. It has no arms and legs. Mm. It's all paper. Mm. It's all fake. They could convince you because, yeah, your nigga going to say, where's the fucking shiny shit you said you make, nigga? We've been giving you this bread. So, I mean, they're getting it together and off of other people's money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, we lied, nigga. We don't really make cookies yet. <laughs> you keep sending this money. We're going to get the cookie machine. I'm going to learn how to make these sprinkles. <laughs> it's a propaganda machine behind it, but it's a beautiful thing when you have your people doing it. Like, why the yeah. fuck not? Look, little Johnny, we know you special. We got the bread. You know what I'm talking about? Think of some shit. <laughs> we gonna put all our money behind you. 
You're gonna give us these shares at Mad Low. When we convince the people this is the new fire, they're gonna, you know what I mean? Just off the IPO, the shit come in at 20, we bought them at two, made 80 million off of John, retarded ass Johnny. No, this nigga can't make, this is not gonna work. But I got mines, he got his, the company might tank, you file a bankruptcy, the corporation is dead. But Johnny Turner, whatever, he's good. It's not him. Mm. So why does it matter? Mm. That's the best way to move around some money. You could even commit murders and bodies behind LLCs. You take Turner and Corporation to court for somebody. Yeah, yeah. She died. It's unfortunate. <laughs> I'm not liable. <laughs> but yeah, that dude, <laughs> it happened. Damn. Man. So it's just a game. We, don't ne we, never had, we never had access to this information. You feel me? So that's why it's just like we're in the information age. There's no hiding what's going on. You know what I mean? A lot of these guys who I follow are 22, 24. I've been trading options since the pandemic. It's four months. I made $220,000 just in profit. Quit, quit college. Then they're doing, excuse me, all the things that they want to do because they're not even thinking about bread no more. That's mm. what I was saying. They, those people get to that point. They, they're trying to catch that money. They get that money and they're like, all right, like that's it. I'm living. I'm good. What else can I do? What else can I conquer? They're not like the money is it's our shit to worry about. You know what I mean? The comic people every day. It's all really an illusion. Yeah, once that I think that fear goes away, man. And then you um yeah, I think that's what it is. Once we get over that fear, then it just becomes about You gotta get to my man Reverend Ike Love. That's what you gotta get to. Reverend Ike Love preached the good gospel. Mm. And that's just what it is. They created the money for a reason. It's paper. It has no energy. We put the energy behind it. They create bills and these things that make you stress out about having to pay something or having to lose something or having to have something. is really not even... If you build yourself into an asset and you run around and you bless as many people as you can, you're going to be rich. There's nothing to worry about. Mm. You feel me? And then if you get into... <clears throat> sacred sciences and saying that we are people of God and religion. What the, what do the books say? Cause you know, you know my upbringing, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? I was brother man. Yeah, brother, brother, you know, being pie and all that. Uh, but as I started to get into all of it and get into the, to the Bible, the Bible was different. And originally that's what threw me off. It's crazy. Had somebody sit there and read it to me. I said, what is it? That nigga dies. It's pestilence and rape and murder. And he, if you believe in the God that's in the Bible, he's not no punk. Even when he talk about praying, he says for you to command him. Ain't never say, oh, Jesus, please send us some noodles. <laughs> that God in the Bible is like, ha ha, bitch ass nigga. <laughs> the one I've been reading about, he telling you command me. It's already yours. See, we got a weak mentality about everything that we do is... As people, even when you go into the book, we're not even interpret, interpreting yeah, yeah. it the right way. Well, one of the things that I see is a lot of people, uh, they, they expect, uh, they put up, they put 75% of the effort on God to do things in their life. And that's what I noticed is just when I just started getting out, you know, and, and making stuff happen myself, things started manifesting. So it's like faith without works is dead. You know what I mean? You, you know, you got to get out there. You got to grind on your end too. Yeah, the belief is there. The belief is what's going to get you to go out there and work. You know what I mean? Just uh, having that mentality that I'm going to see something. I'm going to eat off of this, you know? Mm -hmm. 
But I think it goes back to what you say. Uh, a little bit of fear kill a whole lot of faith. And that's what, yeah. and that's what they're good at is putting that fear into you to stop you, to immobilize you. And, and I've experienced that with people, you know, in, in, my, in, my, in my personal life and family. And I realized that, yo, like, okay, I mean, yeah, this person, how much is this, what this person is giving me is wisdom and how much is this them rationalizing their personal failures in my life? Ninety-something mm. percent is the rationalization yeah, of personal so, failures. So no, that's a, that, that's a good thing that you touched on, and um, yeah, like I said, I, I appreciate you coming down, man, and just breaking this stuff down for me because I it, you, get, you gave me a better understanding of just the whole dynamic and not being you know immobilized by fear and 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 um and not knowing, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, the information's out there. Um, somebody told me he says okay, the game is rigged, but you know what I'm trying to teach you is how to. Make that rigging work in your favor. <laughs> I can't disagree with that. I just don't like the negative connotation the, put the on fatalist. anything. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I it's, not a, it's never a negative connotation. It always is what it is. And once you start getting a little bit off the grid and get into certain things like the universal law, you know that a lot of this shit is number fallacy. Even bad and good is equal it's two different degrees. It's almost like hot water and cold water. We're talking about water. Hot is one de- variant degree. Cold is the other variant degree. Right. So it's not, oh, the hot is bad, and now the cold is good. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know what I'm saying? And that's what I talk about that, too, like with certain vibes. Um, it's certain vibes that I can't deal with on a regular basis. I don't necessarily say that they're negative or bad. Because exactly. in a different atmosphere, they might be totally, you know what I mean, uh, a necessity. We were talking mm-hmm. about that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just certain vibes I can't have around me. because That's the it, laws of polarity. Yeah, because it disturbs my my energy. You know, what's it's cold like, is going to end up being hot. And what's hot is going to end up being right. cold. What's so, the motherfucking pendulum swing? Or you might even be getting your ass whooped in a place of weakness. But when that pendulum swing and he, oh, oh, you done? Like, nah, I'm just getting started. <laughs> that shit, you thought you was in a position of power. I'm going to tear your ass up. Right, right. It's, the, it's just understanding these things and be like, really, when you know this shit, it's nothing to worry about. And mm. that's the thing that they project on us. They don't teach us the truth. They don't give us knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. They don't give us universal laws. See, when we fail from our greatness, this is the concepts that made us great. So just think about that. Well, if so, I conquered you, I'm going to hide from you what made you great. Now I can let you run around and say, you're free. And I got all your knowledge and a secret to you. Now it's mine. I can rebrand this shit, repurpose it, do whatever I want. But as long as I keep you from this information that you was dealing with when you was at the top, I don't really have anything to, to worry about. <clears throat> well, you know, when you talk about the universal laws, that takes me to another place. Because uh, uh, like back in the day when I used to fast and I realized that Anybody that fast is gonna develop some sort of power from that. Like I'd fat fast, and and when I would fast, I would notice that when when people would come at me a certain way, I would see through that. It wasn't an emotional response. Like, oh, he's being an asshole. I could see that it was an affliction that that person, and I seen it on a deeper level. But fast forward that, you know, you know, like I said, I come from a Christian background, but if the, if the atheist or the demon or the devil worshiper want to do that too, he's going to get some power from it too because it's a universal law. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, well, see, that goes back to what the universal law is because the, the God and the devil is the same. The Christian and the atheist is the same. There would be no Christian without no atheist. So if I was sitting here as a Christ, right, how does God grow? 
he would have to have a dual opposite, a negative experience. If all I've been is godly, in order to grow, I would have to transpose myself in a negative light and live out those experiences and understand those experiences to further understand me as God. I can't just be like, balance. happy birthday, Merry Christmas. Right. This is 100 years later. You get a new car. God yeah. ain't growing. He's not expanding. You got yeah. to go through a challenge. Yeah. It has to happen. So the, there's no darkness in the scriptures. Out of the darkness comes the light. Yeah, the balance. And, and so it can't, it can't be no, that's the branding. Oh, Christian atheist. It's yeah. all sacred science. What's the secret behind the secret then? Because you, 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 you got the secret code so niggas can say, oh, we found it. And now you ain't looking no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's no, what, no, you know, you know and and that's the thing too. Like I say, you know, when I when I first started, you know, when I first called myself getting religious, I was a little uh in the I had a box. I, I kind of treated certain kind of groups a certain way, and I'm staying away from them because. And then mm -hmm. after a while, I was like, you know what? What's the power dynamic in each one of these groups? Mm. What's propelling each one of these? So then I started like becoming more open and just like, let me study with these people. You know what I mean? Like, let's go into this situation. But also, too, was it having a strong enough mind to realize that I can go into this and I don't have to necessarily absorb the the you know the ways of the people, but I can I can I don't I can understand them. I can see their mentality. That's yeah. You that's, can walk down the blood hood and go get you some cigarellos and still be a crip. <laughs> you don't yeah, come yeah. back to crip like yo, son. I hit, them I hit that cigarello, cuz yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no, so yeah, it's, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. and balance too. You know what I mean? I just try to look at everybody. Like I say, I've said this before. You look at the gays. What is their dynamic? They got the money. They ain't got a bunch of kids. They got to pay for it. They they taking their money and they put it towards uh, uh, certain uh, things. They putting it together. They have that group money dynamic. Uh, you look at them, you know, a lot of the Muslims, they got their women covered. They're not looking at ass and titties every time they got to go to work. They can focus on their, you know, so I'm looking their at purpose. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking at each of these little dynamics that each person brings. to the, And then that's made me more. I think that just helped me grow and realize that I don't know it all. And let me take let me see. Let me take the best out of each one of these groups and, and apply it to myself. And then see, and the flip side of that, that's just see, that's just lovely. And it sounds great. But in reality, that's like some demonic shit. You know what I'm saying? Like if you flip that on his head, it's basically, it's basically just stripping all the humanity out of it. That's why I'm hearing it. It's saying like, oh, okay, I'm Muslim. That's your, that's your humanity cloth. You you front and oh, I'm Muslim. I'm clean, brother. You shit. You puke. Right. You nasty fucking yeah. human. Yeah. Just like everybody else. So what you saying is like, let me strip the humanity and find. You know what I mean? The the what makes all of these things exist. And I think that's what allows the religion to actually exist. It's because it's clothed with this humanity thing. And it makes you feel like, well, you got an identity. I'm, I'm Catholic. Yeah. You still yeah. taking shits though, my nigga. You yeah. nasty. Yeah. You're not be oh, I'm better than the Jew. We all out here on this human shit. Right. Or right. we not. So is you either going subscribe to humanity? And you're going to venerate humanity or you're not. And I feel like the most religiosity people use that to entice the humanity in you so they can be on their demonic swag. And that's yeah. why I said it's kind of demonistic. Like, yeah, yes, yeah. pray to God while you praying. They like, we're going to rape your wife. Yeah, no, no, you know what? And, and, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And here's something I always said about that was that um, the deed is only as good. No, the intent, uh, what is it? Uh, the deed is only in good, as good as the... Um, the intention behind it. So, like, I could tell you, like, yo, man, you need some new kicks. 
You know what I'm saying? Here's a hundred dollars. Go get them new J's that just came out. My, oh, for real. But I'm gonna hang out here if that's cool with you. All right, cool. Dude goes to the mall. But why you going to get him kicks? I'm always sleeping with your wife. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, you know, the deed is only as good as the intent. You know, the intention was like, was what was better, the hundred dollars he gave me or the fact that he was using that to sleep with my wife? I don't know. Depends on how good them sneakers were, or how bad the pair he had. His wife wasn't getting them no sneakers. <laughs> he might be like, yo, you. You coming over again? Yeah. I need some more sneakers. He feel like it's some pussy left. <laughs> you didn't take the pussy with you. <sighs> she washed it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, you know, but I, I understand what you're saying, but some people also say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. What I'm on now, to be honest, is really just really asking the question is, are we really here to be good humans? I feel like that's the ultimate trick that somebody sold the majority of our people as melanated original beings. And I feel like if you look at the history, if people want to say, yo, what happened? That was it. Either we was never humans and we were sold humanistic abilities or we was humans and certain individuals we dealing with don't have that humanity quality. Because if you look at it, if we just start acting stupid towards everybody else instead of ourselves, it would be a different party. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like that humanity is like, I don't know. Every, every, it, everywhere it, I go, I see quote unquote black people kind of like dusting white people off. Even if we're getting killed. There's always a brother that's like, yo, it's going to be okay. There's always uh, somebody that's pe pre preaching, preaching some inspirational speech of overcoming and it being okay these are all cries and all beliefs and humanity but we getting killed so well, we, we we can't continue to deal with humanity yeah I, well you know what and, here, and here's the thing here's <laughs> you know what I'm the, yeah i always like i said i think it comes back to balance do you think we here though to be good humans do you think that's mean, the, the purpose now i'm leaning towards the whole balance you know what i mean the, you know you gotta have you gotta strive for balance because I started thinking about this the other day. You got all the good people, but um, like that's why I don't necessarily like. I say my dad, he's got like a warrior mentality. He's kind of a dick sometimes, but also too, I understand like when it's, something happens, you gonna want it. You gonna want them guys. Like like religions overlook the killers and the people that do the dirt to keep they. You know what I mean? Like what you mean overlook? Like it's highlighted. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all yeah. The prophets. Well, so so okay, Moses me, started off chopping nigga head off before he made it even to prophethood. He was yeah. So nigga. so 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 what I'm saying is like, you 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 need both of those sides to exist because if you're doing good all the time and you got you going what is guard good? guard okay, what is considered moral? Uh, I know it, it varies from group to group, but let's just say one you group. You mean humanity versus not humanity? Correct. So good would be some humanistic shit like a nigga uh, plant a tree? Yeah, instead of killing people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Growing and growing <laughs> instead of destroying. Something that's gonna be here to move along the stick in the human, the human experience for the current humans and the next humans. Right, right. Building. Pretty much building with other humans. Uh, so, but there's always going to be somebody that's going to be wanting to destroy that too. So I feel like at the same time, we need both of those sides. Like, you know, we, there's a balance there, you know, because you're going to need to protect that shit that you done, that you done built too. Why? If you're going to die, what's the purpose of protecting if you're just going to die? 
Well, I mean, you got another gener- <laughs> you got generations that's coming after that. Like you, know, we don't know how long this thing is gonna last. You know what I'm saying? Like you got kids. You, I, so I think the overall goal is try to make things better for the people that's gonna come after you. I think that's I think that's generally what everybody. So you saying that you, we're here to be good humans? To a certain degree, yes. What degree is it not though? If you're saying you got, I mean, obviously, the good and bad is a relative. Exactly, I yeah. punch a nigga in the yeah. face. Like you said, what was the intent? So we would take good and bad out the take that out the thing. It's either like, is this is that's what I feel like we've been sold. Come here, be a good human. Go to hell. Then you die, then you get your prize. So me, I'm like, fuck that. Not even that, but it's really questioning, is that the goal? To just be a good human. And then when I look at the ancestors, yeah, well, I don't see no signs of that. Like when yeah. you go, when you go in the temples, you know what I mean? Those like whatever the oldest, cause you got Mexico, you feel me? Uh, um, you got Brazil, you got Africa, and then if you even look at them shits, they line up, and 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 certain shit is based off of where you're at. So they're just lining shit up with the cosmos more than anything. But I don't see no um, economic plans <laughs> on none of those temples to say, "Yo, nigga, how you gonna get money for the next generation?" Right. There's really not. No concern with this humanistic experience where you see these advanced cities with luxury to make people so comfortable being here. Well, you know, and that's the thing, too. What did they say? Build your... Uh, uh, I've heard somebody say, build your... Um, pitch your tent, build your altar. Like, in other words, life is always going to be a situation where you're going to be in a journey. You're not supposed to be comfortable. You're supposed to be always trying to elevate. So I think, you know, to a certain degree, you know, you, you, we, I think you just got to take what you were given and expound on that. Whatever you got, um, you know, um, I mean, it's, it's a difficult thing because goodness is really relative. And I think what people are trying to do is make their version of good, um, apply to everybody. But what, 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 there can't, there can't be a... Universal I, good, but I think that's the that's the what the it fight. can't. I think that's what the struggle is though. Is everybody right. everybody trying to impose their version of good on everybody else? Like a teacher telling a student, "Hey, yeah. you can't do that." That's yeah. reality though. Yeah. That's the reality. I can't exist unless I make you fucking validate me, bro. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, ultimately, <laughs> you know ultimately too. What I've been noticing, like what I've been experiencing in the last few years, is that energy is what matters. Everybody's trying to take each other's energy. And I noticed your, your focus, that, that's the true currency. Because whatever you can focus and apply yourself to, that's what you're going to expound on. Mm-hmm. And, you're, and, and, and I think ultimately is that energy. You know, whatever. I mean, even the strippers. Strippers, I mean, I mean, not a stripper like a porn star. They get energy because they got people focusing on them. So that they goes got back to the question of what's good and bad then. It can't exist then. If, it's, if it goes back down to energy... Yeah, well, I mean, it's, good it's, and bad. it's, it's just, like it's relative. It's like, like a nigga it. saying bad energy. Like, if I put a wet um, plug into the socket and it shocks me, it's like, yo, that fucking bad socket. It's just energy, nigga. Right, like, right. There's so, no good and bad of it. If you don't handle it right, you're gonna have it. Your experience is gonna be different. But I don't think there's like a there's not a like a defined level where you could say good and bad. And even like to your example of. A stripper and people would say she was bad because she's mastered 
the currency exchange. Yeah. That's the only reason why and she's then, and, and like She's have, a human. She has titties. She has ass. <laughs> and she's using her natural skills and ability to control you. And it's only because of the powers that be are like very insecure individuals that they know that that's too much power. So it has to be suppressed. So in a societal means, you would make that the bad. That would become the evil. So that I, would be the devil. So I think that's uh, that's probably really what the what the struggle is. It's just everybody trying to impose their version of good on everybody else. So I think that's what the you know what the ultimate struggle is. Because I've been there too. You know, I'm on this side of that side. But then I also I started getting into like, okay, it's the energy, and all I all I can do is multiply my energy with people that have the same energy as me, mm -hmm. and that's my version of good. Is but what if about if she's a stripper? I mean. We can vibe on certain frequencies. You know what I mean? Like but you we might moralize her. You know what I mean? You I mean, moralize her because she a stripper. I we mean, talk about energy. I mean, she's she not coming through with strip energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. Like if she was here, we was talking, we had this whole bill, right? Then we got to this point. She was like, wait a minute, nigga, I'm a stripper. Mm. Like you would feel kind of fucked up because now you done judged her because she. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, but if we went to go watch like a football game together, we like the same team. That's one frequency. <laughs> if we was making money together, like I was on some pimp shit, then that's another frequency. You see what I'm saying? What so you those, mean? so our energies can line up on different frequencies. So if it was a financial thing, then we, then we'd be able to connect. We might not be able to connect on a religious level, which would probably be a different frequency. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I understand like being able to see the levels of somebody. And figuring out where you connect with them at. Right. It's so like I'm not saying that you would connect with her on a stripper as long as what you're not saying is I'm going to cut off all connections with her because right. she is a stripper. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I, yeah. I'm like, yo, you're going you gonna to judge the bitch because that's, that's nah. one of her jobs? Like, nah, nah. That's not who nah, she but is. I've, I've been there before, but it's like yeah. now I'm, I'm like... It's growth. I'm 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 always trying to figure out what frequency I can line up with somebody on. I'm I'm instead of being figuring out what that one thing is that separates us, I'm trying to find that one thing that connects us. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, you where do you go to school? All right, where you go to church? Oh, how you make? Okay, you know what? Oh, you interested in this too? Okay, that that's that's. So it's I try more to, of a commonality then. You say you're trying to find the commonalities because frequencies may be a little bit different from my understanding, but that's like commonality, and that's a good human experience something i suck at i'm such a detached human from being in jail being in prison not having social experiences if somebody and just being like a hood nigga hood niggas this is like yo you don't got to do rag going son fuck out of here you know what i'm saying it's like we're not even looking for a commonality yeah. you like i'm looking for differences but you know what i'm saying so but as far as frequencies it's, it's sometimes it's like that like that's fucked me up like i had to get past that i picture a female and it'll be like I'll feel something but I'll be like oh she's ugly or she's fat yeah, or yeah. she's I see ugly girls that's the frequency but you 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 cutting it off because you're human shit like yeah yeah fucking with that fat girl that's how you've been trained even <laughs> with like oh, she's got a head wrap on I ain't fucking with that Muslim <laughs> fucking you know being pie bitch or whatever it be that's just nah. your human training that's not even a frequency vibe because you would actually have to have that experience to see what final vibe she's on. Right. You didn't already cut yourself off from that based off of your humanistic shit. Right, right, exactly. And that's the shit. That's why I say, like, for me, I've been through uh, Islam. Um, you know, my mother and her family 
or Pentecostal Southern Christians. Um, and then just having, you know, Tito, you know, Thomas, Bo, and then going to the pen and kind of just being like, yo, I never really understood Catholicism and trying to get into, into that world and actually breaking down like all the different um, variants of, of the religion shit. And it's just like, now I'm to the point where I'm just trying to kill all that shit off and get rid of that, hum that humanity. That's the shit that I feel like holds people back more than anything is trying to be a fucking good human. Because well, we learn that shit from... Um, human has been commercialized. Right. Well, you know what? You know what I'm saying? And it's a, it's a kind of thing, too. And I look at that with a lot of evangelical Christians. They use that piety. You know, it's... It, yeah, it's good. It's good to look like you... you, you you're... Uh, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? When you giving, when you're... Uh, you're generous? Yeah, uh, when you're generous. What's and philanthropist, you're, philanthropist? Yeah, you're a philanthropist. Mm. Okay, it's easy to be a philanthropist when you got everything. But let's see how situations get whenever you lack. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's different situations. Um, I, I tell people this all the time. Um, you can't change a people by you can't change a person by words. Circumstances could only change you. Because when when you when your opinion might switch when your when your situation change. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. So so any anybody is capable of being that drug addict breaking into somebody's house or that, you know, you know, girl selling her body for drugs under the wrong circumstances. I think, I think what, what, I what, you're saying, though, yeah. what wisdom teaches you is how to avoid them circumstances. Mm. So the older I get, the more I'm like, all right, what happened when you, you, you know, you were in that relationship that didn't end well? What did you do? Like, what was it built on? Well, you know, it was built on drinking and doing this. Okay, so do, are you going to, you know, stop drinking with females now or like not? So I would have to take things back. And when I came down to it, it was like, I don't need to be drinking. That might be good for some folks, but it's just the, the circumstances that it creates for me mm -hmm. are never to my advantage. advantage. So that was one of the things I had to stop doing. And now... I eliminated a lot of variables like, you know, I'm not going to get a DUI. That's something that I don't even got to worry about. That's a negative situation that I don't even got to worry about because I've eliminated a lot of those negative circumstances. That's deep right there. You touched on a lot of good things. like, And that's what I was going to point of. I don't really like religion. And I was blessed to, to deal with knowledge, wisdom, understanding, or knowledge, wisdom, and common sense. Even the word religion means to relegate and it means to put you in a box. You can't have a collective consciousness on a universal level when you're being relegated. There's no way for you to actually connect because one thing that I did fuck with Islam about, Islam is a little bit honest. They can't lie and say, yo, we the shit. They like, no, first... <laughs> First, nigga, <laughs> they gotta tell you. It was the Old Testament. Then came the Bible, and we were an extension. So they tell you right there, like my nigga, you could read this Bible, but you Quran, but you gotta go back, you gotta go back, and you gotta incorporate all three of them to get a collective understanding. Right. So then when you look at when I look at the commercialization of it, it seemed like they in war. But that's just like what niggas say. Water always rise to its own level. So if you put dirt and water in a cup, they're going to not naturally separate. And so what won't normally happen when you bring that concept, you have a person saying, well, nigga, is you dirt or is I'm water? Mm. You trying to say, you better than me? <laughs> nigga asked me that. I say, no, my nigga, I'm not dirt or water. I'm the nigga holding the bottle. <laughs> nigga ain't thought about that one. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Who is you? 
Nigga, who is you? So that's the thing when you talk about religion, they create that bottle. And then you right. got Christians, you got Muslims, but you don't know the niggas holding the bottle. They know all that shit connect. Right. So it's right. no, it's really no beat between between all of that. That's just humanistic bullshit to keep you relegated from actually tapping in to your powers. You gotta think niggas only use what? Four or five percent of their brain. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of that is to do with religion. Well, you know the what? The whole world is being relegated to a point where they cannot tap into a higher consciousness. Even in Islam, they tell you don't do astrology and don't look to the stars. But Islam started for Sufism. And that's all the Sufis did, right? Poems and yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I think it like a lot, a lot of the um, Rumi. A lot of times they 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 don't want you to get into the you know do your own studies and stuff like that and figure out stuff because uh, it's it's a power dynamic you controlling know? that bottle. Yeah, it's a power dynamic. They don't want you controlling the bottle. But no, that's what like I say. One of the things that I do take from Muslims is I like the dignity that you know that black men get out of it. You know what I mean? I I see that and I'm like, oh, he that brother's dignified. He cares about himself. You know what I mean? And and, you know, a lot of people can draw from that. So I, I just try to figure out what the power dynamic is. What is the, you know, what is the power dynamic in this situation? What can I obtain from this mm -hmm. situation and apply to myself? You know what I mean? I, I mean, it takes a lot of, you know, humility, number one, realizing, like, you don't know everything. And, and just being open. But I think in a black community, uh, just even complimenting somebody is seen as a weakness. Oh, yeah. and I, I had this conversation with my mom the other day. I'm like, positive reinforcement is like, why are you over there kissing ass? Like, nah, bro. The, the, the dude did something that I was impressed by, and I wanted him to feel the energy that he then gave me, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, in the process. So I wanted to reciprocate that energy. I did something the other day. I, I did a photo shoot on Instagram. And my, my man immediately called me up was like, yo, this is my boy, uh, Mr. Sam 50. He was like, yo, that was fire. And I was like, all right. So, you know what I'm saying? He took the energy, he brought it back. Because now he realizing I can go out there and do my own photo shoot. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So just, you know what I mean? Just passing back and forth the energy, not being able to afraid to, to you know what I mean? Be a student of something. You know what I, I mean? I think that actually exists in the community. And so the thing that I always, and it's not to disagree, it's just to add a little color. Because what you said is 100% is true. What I always ask, though, is when you talk about the community, there's not a lot of eldership, statesmanship, and learnership in our community. You don't really t technically, like, you might see it in some clips in New York, some people on the corner shouting information, but you start moving southwest, you don't see that shit. So where are these black people, niggas, whatever you want to call them, learning their behavior from? You know what I'm saying? So when, we, when we're saying this is how niggas is and, you know, Muslims and I take this from them and Christians, I take that from them. That's part of the schisms and the isms that takes you away from who the fuck you and we actually really are. I can't look at you and say, okay, there goes my light-skinned Christian brother with a Puerto Rican mustache. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's a human. That's my man's. Right. Period. What is all this... What does that shit yeah, even come yeah, from? Yeah, you're talking about subgenres, and that's what you they use against each other is subgenre as well. That's what they use against us, even when we yeah. talk. Oh, I take this from the Muslims. Nigga, you is the Muslims. You is the Christians. <laughs> you all of them shits. There is no you taken from the Muslims. That's the shit that they incorporated and got you thinking. That's why I say it's imperative that people do the history. You got to know etymology. You got to know science. You got to know the history of the planet. 
In order to know religion, you can't say I practice religion and you don't know history. So, so and you don't know geography. So, so when people I, say Bethlehem, da da da. Where the fuck is that at? So when I break things down, I break them down for a human understanding. You know what I mean? What's just understood um, around the board? Like for instance, I got the hustle memory, right? Mm -hmm. I got it in pink. I know the uh, brain matter is gray, but if, if I threw that gray brain out there first, most people are not gonna understand that. So sometimes I got to break things down into a way that humans can understand yeah. a majority. I might say African-American. Now, people might disagree with that, but I'm like, I'm just referring to us what they refer to, what, what we have an understanding of so it's far. A, it's a historical reference, too. Right. If you said colored, that would be your marker. If you said mulatto, that would be your marker. So right. yeah, it's a historical reference. So a lot of the words are just, they're, they're there for reference. They're not Hell there. Yeah. I'm not declaring yeah, you not know necessarily even what you believe and stand for. Right, exactly, exactly. So you put stuff out there to, you know, just like when I when I explain something, these are, okay, like law. I'm going to use this for an example. They have to, you know, this word is going to be used to mean this. So whenever we, uh, uh, okay, what's the word they they use? They'll take a word. You said in law? Yeah, in criminal. Criminal, in this sense, it means, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, someone yeah, yeah. who breaks the law, yada, yada, yada. So when we say criminal, this is who we're referring to. But like, you got to have a reference for everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so whenever I say certain things, I say it for a reference. Like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm not I'm not agreeing or disagreeing that this is true, but this is what's yeah. understood at Fact. this moment. Fact. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, next week, we might have a better understanding, and, and that's okay. You know what I mean? Because we've made progress. Right. So I always try to have that mentality that, okay, you know what? This is this is how we understand things today. Next week, we might have another understanding. That's not saying that it's contrary. It's just saying that we develop more information about the situation. Yeah, that's the build. It's always, a, um, it's always an information share. So it's like, if you come through and you giving them milk because it's easily digestible, I'm going to come through and just pour some cocoa on it. So it's not, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's never, it's always a, it's always a build. It's always an add-on. It's never a... Expounding uh, off of, off of ideas. Yeah, you know especially if, I, if I'm hearing you attack it from the micro, I'm going to hit it with the macro. So now that balance is filled in. Everybody right. got to eat. And right. it's like, information is old. Information isn't new. It's just yeah. the light and the dark shit. It's different levels of understanding and consciousness. I might not know something going on in the back. It doesn't distract from the fact that it's going on. You feel what right, I'm saying? So right. the information is, is old as hell. There's a lot of people who I believe have the information as much as it's a lot of people who don't. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's just like it's the same thing in reverse. It's, and, and they're both they're both necessary to form that balance. But I, I like, I don't, there's not a uniformity when it comes to Black people. There's right, too right. many subdivisions to make a blanket statement to say niggas know. Well, which niggas yeah. out of the niggas <laughs> is you talking about? Right. Because right. I remember there was a time where it was Deep South, Ku Klux Klan. It was the show. It was bad for niggas. But there was like 10 billionaire black guys who was came in the heart of this Ku Klux Klan. All the niggas was dying. Like, how the fuck did he become a billionaire? Right, right. So this always... Things going on. It's just what you pay attention to. Right. And that's why I always come through with the big light on. Like, niggas, roaches in here. F fuck that. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? I come through with the big light so everybody can see, like, yes, y'all have to understand that, yo, blacks, and we're not going to really go into, yo, yeah, y'all cool, and then the brother, we we Asiatics. Like, everybody doesn't need to, it's going to blow people's mind to know that. But at the same time, it's 
it's the understanding and saying very simply, do the history, do the knowledge, be studied more and spoken less and understand you may be on your 100th lifetime here. Mm. So right now you might be black, but before you might have been a Moor. You might have been a Spanish black conquistador. Yeah, knowing that you don't know. So it's never a situation where you could just come and say, well, uh, I'm Tony from Detroit. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you you also from Colombia. You also the statues of Mexico. You, you're everywhere. You're everybody. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just like when you buy into subtitles and brands, then you condense yourself into a down box. Yeah, with the yeah. relegation shit again. Yeah. You can't even collect consciously with everybody else. Like, imagine right. people don't even understand. This is how root systems work with a tree. Like a tree in Arizona that's a live native tree with that root system could probably con- communicate with a tree in South Carolina. Right. Could smell that air, just connect. We supposed to be able to do that too. Well, you know, brains operate the same way too. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. We supp- But as from saying, hey, over there, he's an orange, light-skinned Puerto Rican in a red car. I can't fuck with him because I'm a black. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't connect with Yeah, because you're not, you know what I'm saying? You're not even, allow- you're not even allowing yourself to to, to but grow as a human, you know what I mean. You, you. I always say I that think the problem is trying to grow as a human. Well, I think comfort. You uncomfortable. I, I always say <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think you com- so like a tree. You yeah. want to just sit? Niggas want to yeah. just chill and yeah. yeah. Com- comfort is you enemy. Work. Yeah, comfort is enemy. Of, uh, comfort is enemy of progress. And I like to use the word content, contento. But I like to use it in the, like I'm with the tent. Like I'm not in the house. I'm with a tent because. When night fall, I'm going to pitch this tent, but tomorrow, I'm going to keep going up this hill. You know what I mean? So, I'm not... But why? But why, though? You know what I'm it's saying? A, it's, it's about progress, man. But what's progress when you didn't make the rules and you was put into it's, it's, it's an reception? It's like, these I'm, niggas are saying, I got to get a fucking... I got to get a poodle in a fucking sombrero. What if I don't want to? Like, right. it's not fair to say, yeah, yo, no. where your poodle at? No, but you it's ain't a, making progress. It's, it's like success. It's, it's, <laughs> it's relative to each person. So my personal progress is being able to be in a situation to where um, I can I can provide opportunities for people I care about. You know what I mean? Just by I can't do no, I can't do you no good. I, and I'm using the word good <laughs> for what we understand. My good um, benefit. Exactly. If I I can't help you if I what what did CeeLo used to say? I can't help you if it, if I don't if I don't can't help you if I can't help me. No, no way. I can't help you if it's gonna hurt me. Oh yeah. That's, that's what he used fact. to say. Slick so, talking nigga. Shout out, shout out Loco, man. So that nigga um, ain't never did a favor. That was his line. <laughs> nigga, you ain't never did a favor. Yo, it gonna hurt. Yeah, so but at the same time, like, you know, I've noticed in the last, you know, couple years, I've I've kind of projected myself to the forefront of my family as far as resources go. And I like that feeling. You know, I like being in a position where if somebody's relying on me, I'm, I'm there for them. I could, you know, like my like my, my my nephew locked up and he always be like, hey, shit, shoot me something. What up, shoot me something on my cash app. And I'm like, hey, man, here, here's a link, bro. You can get on there and make the money too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can give you a job, you know. I can give give you a fish, but I, I can teach you how to. I really teach you how to fish. So being able to provide opportunities, being able to provide, you know, knowledge, wisdom, um, um, just help other people. Uh, this that's my version of good, by the way. Just, Hell yeah, I was just about to applaud you for being one of the greatest humans, nigga. Keep on, cause my rebuttal to that is fuck them niggas. I'm not giving you nothing. I hope you struggle and bump your head, and then you elevate. No, no, genuinely. 
you know, when I, whenever I find a situation like, there's a lot of resources you have right now that you probably ain't even using to the fullest extent. But Hell but yeah. there's somebody that you, like, you got a book on your shelf right now that'll change somebody's life. That's a fact. And it's got dust on it. You I know think what I'm saying? a book that'll change somebody's mm-hmm. life, and I got a little dust on me, too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So it's it's good. That's that's your version of good. You're, you you know your you know your value. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. I like to I like to show people the value in themselves because I feel like that's a form of currency. Like it's an investment. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna invest in you because ultimately, when I show you who you really are, there's gonna be created value in you and the information that I gave you, and also I'm gonna create value in myself. Hell yeah. So I think, you know, people don't think about that when they think about investments. So, you know, go turning back to the whole stocks and stuff like that, it's been situations where I was like, I got this book, you know what I mean? I don't even use this, but it's a topic that somebody's studying already. And they like, this is gonna be my major or whatever if they're in college. I turn around and hand them that book and now they elevate. And now they be like, Oh, this was the nigga that gave me that book to help me get to the next level. So I feel like that was a good investment because yeah. I increased in value. The the book increased in value, and also the person that received the book increased in value. So that's called appreciation, by the way. Got better. That's called appreciation when you go in, when you value increases through time. That's appreciation. And it's ironic you say that about people and being investments when the quote unquote niggas was the first thing ever traded on the stock market. Mm. It was actually Negroes. Damn. <laughs> so uh, that's funny that you actually mentioned that. But you know, like when I say fuck niggas, it isn't a literal thing, but I'm just not into humanity right now. You know what I mean? I've always had bread. You know me. Back when we was shitty, you know what I mean? Shit kicking. I was always fly. I was always away. I always was resourceful and had resources. I've never been a stingy guy. No, I've abs- been absolutely. A, uh, shirt off my back guy. But even with that, it's like. I, I see you, you finding balance. I see, I see, you know, I see you find a balance a lot more. I I can I can say that you've been what's the word I'm looking for? More selfless this go around. Yeah. I, th- yeah, I think yeah, in certain yeah. I think in certain aspects, like, and it's not me being on my own dick saying that I have so much to give, but I've always been cognizant of the fact that money really not shit. And I want to do what I want to do with my fucking bread. However, I will take the time and talk to you. I will take the time and fight with you. I will take the time to help explore certain things that are in you. And I also know how people perceive me in a certain way. So even like dealing with Jeremy and dealing with all them niggas. Them niggas never had no business fucking with a nigga like me. They would have always seen me and been like, yo, who is son? I want to fuck with him. And that's the way niggas is. Like, we will never know that, but that's how niggas is. They want to fuck with certain things, and they won't tell you. Because I remember Jeremy fronted, like, he was from Hempstead for, yeah. for, for long just to, to, yeah. to make my company. Yeah, I, I recall, I recall him so saying, yeah, something. That, that, I was like, I thought that was from New York for a while. Cause he was I sitting, did, too. He was yeah. on his Hempstead. But anyhow, like, that's just the point I'm trying to make. Like, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, knowing yourself, like, that was my investment. Was now, fucking with them niggas. For them, I know that them niggas ain't had no business around the guard like that. Yeah, for 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 yo, y'all don't know me. Me, me and Fady got some history. We got like twenty plus years. Um, it's a lifetime. Yeah, oh yeah. I don't, we, 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 we've known each other in, in many different forms and lifetimes. Uh, I mean, from being you know uh, quote unquote drug addicts. 
ain't no quote unquote drug <laughs> Nigga was a professional dope head and a professional dope dealer. The funny part is I don't know if I was selling more dope or smoking more dope. Right, right. So we didn't been we we didn't been in a lot of ethereal. Uh, we've been in a lot of planes. Let's, let's say that. We, we've been in a lot of different planes, mentally, spiritual, uh, uh, and, and just to be able to sit down and have these cognitive co conversations. And ha the fact that we even still have most of our minds. That's is what a, I was about to say. <laughs> to be able to really have um, the mental facilities left, to recall your brother when he was a part of The Walking Dead, to be able to be a little bit woke and then see your brother walking around woke. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's literally like two different lifetimes. Like, so that's why I say that darkness into the light shit is where it's at. Because even you wanna who really got me into the dark path when you was telling me how it was like once you understood that darkness, it wasn't running from it. That's what niggas was doing. I gotta put it down. I can, da, da, da. Like, no, nigga, you need to understand this shit because those egos was typically created through trauma and repetition. They're not gonna go nowhere. It's just like you were saying. You might have to pull one of them niggas out like an Excalibur and bring the old Shane out and cut a nigga head off so the new Shane could live. But if you just throw the baby out with the bathwater, now you get, you getting ran on like a sucker. Well, you know, I, so it, I understand it, it, the cycle of addiction, and I think that was a big thing is too. Like, I used to mess with the Kratom for a while, and the one thing was, it was like, nah, I'm not finna do this when I'm feeling some type of way emotionally. Like, I had a bad day, I'm gonna take some Kratom. You know what I mean? I, what I understand. Kratom? kratom is like the, it's like a it's a it's a herb that is closely related. I think uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the elements in it. I'm, I know I'm butchering this, but it's almost close to an opioid. Okay. But it's like one or two derivative, like LSD, LSA. You know what I mean? Type of deal. So it reacts. It's a, it's strong and it reacts kind of like a, um like an opioid. And people use it to get off like heroin and stuff. Oh, okay. So, so cuts the edge off. Yeah, so I was, uh, I had a hit experience with, with that at one time where I was like, you know what? I, but I understood because I had quit doing everything. I, I understood the cycle of addiction. So I understood that if you had a bad day at work, you know, oh, I'm going to go take some cradle when I get home. I understand that if I was walking around 12 hours a day and my body was aching, then that might be a time to take it. But And then also, too, I would only allow myself to dose like once a week. You know what I mean? So I understood like, that's not a crutch. It's not. That's something that you use, to, you know what I mean, to get through a certain situation, but you're not going to fall back on it. Sometimes you got to decide, like, I'm going to just deal with this pain. So I could have easily got addicted to it, but since I understood the cycle of addiction, you know, I'm like, this isn't for, this isn't, this is temporary. Exactly. Like, thing, when we was doing drugs back in the day, we wasn't telling ourselves, I'm only going to do this for this time. We just thought that was a lifestyle and we was going to live for the, you know. So, I never thought about being past 20. Like I was telling somebody, I'm like, yo, I'm in my 30s, nigga. I didn't, I didn't, th never thought about this shit. Right, right. <laughs> I swear to God. So, so I like, swear I didn't think I was gonna be here. So I think, I think too, like for me, I felt like smoking weed. There was a time for that. Like when I was, I was a kid, grew up on prescription medications and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. um, I you, when I look back, I realize that I used weed instead of using them serotonin boosting. You know what I mean? If I would have kept using those Wellbutrins and Prozacs, I probably would have still been on them to this day. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because once your serotonin levels get boosted so high, you can't live without them or else I'd probably be suicidal would have probably killed myself a long time ago. Yeah, but, that but, imbalance of uh, yeah. how a nigga can't even be normal. You need to be extra, extra something. Yeah, so, so, so I, you know, weed had a good purpose in my life because when I was even 13, I was like, I don't want to be on these fucking pills. 
So I would smoke weed, and everybody was telling me, nah, put the weed down, mess with the pill. I'm like, even then... It just didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. Like, <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? Like, so a whole, whole other nigga on these pills. They're like... Mm. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. anyway, I knew that that was good for a certain time in my life. Now, I'm on a level now where I feel like I, I could give that up. You know what I mean? So, I mean, to each his own, like I say, I'm not trying to diss nobody, but... I felt like that was good for a certain area of my life. Towards the end, I started having anxiety when I would smoke. So I, that was kind of like the, telling yeah. me that, yep, uh, yeah. yeah, you've you've already you're already where you need to be at mentally or or emotionally. You don't need I this. I live no. that ego exactly. So so now, um, but one of the things that I, like I realized is that when I start um, just dealing with life in in a, in a sober mind is just I'm not content. What you know what I mean? The things that I do, you know, when you have I can go and drink that beer at the end of my work or I got two days to take off and and and, and you know what I mean? Like, that, that's mm -hmm. how they, they got people, oh, you work five days and then you got two days to do whatever you want and then you can have your drinks and then come back and work for us. I feel like I don't have that little small vacation so I'm always trying to figure out a way out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that always is what keeps me hungry is, yeah, nigga, you got that mental vacation you could take when you drink that 12-pack on the, on a Friday. I don't got that shit. I'm always constantly thinking of an escape. Well, it's like, we just smoked the, the sherm or whatever. One of the things that they said was, when you smoke PCP, your, 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 your electrical pulses in your mind are constant. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Versus like having periodical electrical pulses as being mm -hmm. a regular. So even that experience taught me something. I was Hell seeing yeah. stuff that I was that I wouldn't have probably picked up in the no and just fucking way. You know what I mean? Boy, nigga, that shit. I seen a lot too, nigga. So I think, you know, if you you know, you go through those experiences and you make it out, you get the reward of of knowing <laughs> of being cognitive of what's going on in this world, but also knowing yeah. what's on the other side. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? But also being able to operate in the here and now. That's you, a fact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it gives you. That's why I said any nigga who ain't never did drugs, I don't trust them niggas. I cut off a couple family members. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nigga, you ain't smoking weed. What you doing? <laughs> Raping holy, poodles, holy nigga? Than thou. <laughs> Not even that. They demons gotta be that. It's much greater. You can't walk out with a beer. And you can't smoke a cigarette, nigga. You ain't passing what, gas. What, what? You in the dark doing something crazy. No, you. That's one of that's that's one of the things the church taught me was that. I don't give. A, ain't no. It's no. What you you a human? Yeah. Well, well, that's one of the things the church taught me. Once I got rid of like the the quote unquote, you know, I don't drink no more, I don't smoke no more, and I got around people that had bitterness and unforgiveness in the dark shit. I just realized like. Damn, those sins that I was in, or quote unquote, ain't even close. Was was quote unquote like that was the <laughs> little, little these little motherfuckers got some other dark shit going yeah, on that like I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like you 20, 30 years of repression. Yeah, bitterness. Re yeah, that yeah. Come from repression. Yeah, so you wanted to act out right in church like the rest of the kids. Right. <laughs> so I mean, even even doing this podcast right now is like. An outlet to me. This is, you know, what I mean, this is this is my version of somebody else shooting up heroin because I'm able to get these feelings out. You know what I'm saying? It's the, like that. You you say that repressed stuff. Um, um, just sitting here having these conversations, talking about this stuff, and 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 figuring out how the pieces fit together as well too. This is therapy. You know what I mean? Um, I agree with that. There, uh, there's a rapper. His name is Seven, and a lot of Christian. He's a he's a quote unquote Christian rapper, but he does like gangster music too. Mm -hmm. And and he does. And people are like, well, I don't know. He's kind of all. I'm like, I like him because you get to see all of them. You get to see both. You get to see them days where he ain't feeling. Listen, yeah, pious. Listen. You get, you know what I mean. The duality, the, I want the you balance. To give me the definition of pious after this. But the most gangster niggas I ever known, and we know in history, is Christians. 
Where's these good Christians at? That ain't doing nothing. All the gangster niggas is Christians, man. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> My mama was, her mother was a Christian. She was a gangster. She held shit down on her own. It was her. They was, it wasn't a bunch of kisses and huggies and rosies. We come from the ghetto. There's no kisses and huggies and roses. So where is this flowered version of these religious people who right. live in these dirty ass areas? Right. What, is so, what is piety? Yeah, piety is like, okay, like I say, like a lot of evangelicals. And like I say, um, it's, hard, it's hard to be in a position to say, oh, I, I got all the resources, so I'm giving, so I'm, I'm a good person. Well, let's see how you act when you don't have that shit. You know well, what I'm, I'm saying? I'm asking it. What's the definition, though? What is the definition? Pi of me, it's like or pious. It's like a sense of. It's like a sense of dignity. Because I know the righteous the people, and morality. Them ain't even good words. When people say you're not being righteous or you're not. Yeah, being let me moral, give you. Let me even, give you Webster's. Uh, them ain't even good words. Moralization and righteousness. The quality of being religious or reverent. That's that's what it is. So okay. the when you put of being religious, got it. Yo, so so. Even that definition, who's to say that that's a quality? You know what I mean? <laughs> like for all the people who've created the dynamic where anything outside of religiosity is is bad. Right, right. So that's what makes it relevant because they created dynamic to where say if you don't do this, you bad. So it's piety and everything outside of that is the devil. It's like, and like the Romans. Right. And like I say, I, I I follow the teachings of Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? I'm like, but I follow a lot of different teachings. But one of the one thing, the things that uh, that I learned. I think the main is that uh, how to ask loaded questions, and and I think what a loaded question does is it sets you up to know that you don't know shit, <laughs> and it sets you up to know that hey we you know what I mean like I think the main thing I took out of a lot of the loaded questions that Jesus asked was that you got to be a student man you know what I mean you got to be a student of life in general like hit me with one what was one of the loaded questions so so he okay so they came to him one time and it was like all right. We're going to get you with this. Um, you telling us to pay tithes or whatever, but or uh, do we do we give this money to Caesar or do we get, get this to God? Because the religious people at the time was like, we know we're supposed to pay tithes, but we're also supposed to pay taxes. Mm -hmm. So they were like, okay, so which is, which is it? Do we, pay, do, do we pay taxes? So he gave them a, like, this, this has the likeness of Caesar on this coin. Give Caesar what's due. Yeah, so he said, give yeah. to God what belongs to God. Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. So it was kind of a loaded thing because it was like, damn, he didn't really answer it, but that put us in a situation where, ah, you know what I mean? We don't want to say we want to pay Caesar because then we're going to feel like we're not as religious as we, as we thought we were. We don't want to say we're going to pay God because then Caesar will kill us. You know what I mean? So it put him in a bad situation to where it was a loaded question to where like, you need to stop asking me these fucking questions and realize. <laughs> so it was, a, uh, let me see, an, another situation where he was like, um, th those without those without sin, uh, sin cast the first stone. You know what I mean? Couldn't nobody really do it because it, it, it was one of those things that put, it put you out there. So it's it's kind of a, like a strategy to reveal who you really are. You know what I'm saying? When you ask, it's it's I'm not gonna give you the answer. I'm 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 gonna train you how to think. You mean a parable? You said it was yeah. a loaded question. You yeah, a, a parable. Questions. So like, okay, like a loaded question would be more like police pull you over. Say, hey, how's it going? Where, where, where you come from? Getting drugs? Oh no, no, sir. Oh, oh, so you you just dropped the drugs off or no, it's like 
No, no matter how you answer it, you're the screwed. Question got the answer yeah. built into it. Yeah, shit. exactly. <laughs> so wait, so where you coming from? You coming from 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 the dope house? Like, no, you going to it? No, no. Like, I I don't know how I got going to your mama house, officer. <laughs> right now that she sell pussy and dope. Yeah. So so, but anyway, it was just kind of it. Was it was it was <laughs> it was these situations to where it was like, yo, like, there's not there's not an answer to this. You know what I'm saying? Or there's no answer. There's infinite amount of answers. You know what I mean? It just the the fact that it it, it, it inspired people to think. Like that sounds like some shit I tell my daughter. She asked me some questions. I tell her some dumb shit like that. Like not even saying that's dumb, but that's my thing is to innovate thought. Yeah, I'm here to answer no goddamn questions. I do it with my guards. My boss tells me a lot of times too. He's like, they be calling you in the middle of the night asking you. He's like, you need to put the question back on them because that's what you pay them to do is think. Mm-hmm. So you know, ask them what is your suggestion. All right, go with that. But you know, we talk, I think we talked about this before, too. This is the world we live in where nobody wants to think, and they'll pay you to think for them. No, because the thing is, um, there's a lot of um, fear of devastation. Mm. And we talked about that before, too, is the fear of devastation is, damn, how much am I going to lose trying to learn this? And people are afraid, you know what I mean? They're afraid of that fear of devastation. And we have to create, you know, I feel like a lot of times we got to create environments to where people can learn and we, me and you talked about this. Like, my boss creates situations to where I can experiment without the fear of devastation. So I think if people, if that's an understanding that people have, people are more, you know what I mean? But wouldn't that be called school? Yeah, In yeah. environment where you go to learn that's safe. I mean. Niggas go to school. And then you say that the concept of fear of devastation, which I'm not disagreeing with, but I think that people are being trained to not think. You might call that fear of devastation, but if you're saying you had to go through school, work 20 jobs to find one where it's a safe environment for you to learn, like, well, what the fuck was the purpose of school? Well, <laughs> well I mean, come you know on, should you been right? What that mean? That fall, right track, right path. What, exactly. What, it goes, All that wiping your knee, scrape your knee off, that fear is gone. We send you out to the world, but that's not the system that we live in. The system that we live in is is a corporatocracy where it's, you know what I mean? We're going to show it, and we don't want you to have the information. So all right. you do is you just go work. You don't need to think. There's no, you're not even being taught how to think. When you take a test, you just regurgitate as many of that information that you can remember from Monday till Friday. There's no cognizant thought where everybody in the classroom has their own answer based off their own train of thought. There's no field that you can even have that in school they'll take you to the principal office right how you right. come up with your own answer you know you know it's like well you know what the, it's like the the music teachers the art teachers they're always they the gone ones. yeah and they're not, they're the ones that are trying to inspire them. that's why they get rid of them you know what i'm saying because they don't like exactly. that exactly so that's why i say i don't necessarily disagree with the the fear of you know devastation shit where people don't even know that they're not thinking People right, don't even know well, what well, the well, process of thought is. Well, because people people don't like I say they don't want to suffer that loss based on their own thought process. Because this is what I experience a lot with my guys is they want they call in to get an answer, but they want to get an answer that's not going to get them in trouble. So instead of them trying to think through the situation and use their critical thinking skills, what if they don't have those though? Where would they have got the critical thinking skills from if they just graduated from school that doesn't teach critical thinking? I mean, so it isn't a thing about devastation. You're dealing with individuals that don't know how to think. Uh, That's why I'm a grown man with balls, nigga. I would never want to call you and say, hey, what to do? 
unless I really fucking don't know what to do. Oh, you know what? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I don't think it's like a if if the fear was there, I think a nigga wouldn't pick up the phone and just go fuck up. Yeah, I think well on that end, that fear comes from uh, the niggas fear don't of know being, how to think. I think it's the fear of being vulnerable at that point. Because when you like, I don't want to let this man know what I don't know. You know what but I'm if saying? You calling asking for help? You being vulnerable? You you are exactly exactly. But sometimes we need to do that though. No, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm saying the catalyst to the behavior, I don't think that could be fear. I think it's just a nigga don't know. Really don't know how to think. Why you think a team of grown men would need a supervisor? Hmm. Yo, you're the leader. No, what do we do? What he say do. All right. Okay. What the fuck? Y'all niggas should be able to go, son. Right. So niggas don't know how to think. We gonna give you 12... All y'all other dumb niggas get seven. I'm going to tell him what to do. He going to tell y'all. There's no even, there's no structure for thought. Right. So that, I guess that's what I'm trying to create there is, uh, you know what I mean? Can't uh, create that there. You're going to get fired. Nigga, you're going to get your own shit. And then you tell niggas, y'all can think. But you really don't want that neighbor. Yeah, no, you know what? That's I mean, the whole purpose of having a mind. That mind. It's like the fucking Ninja Turtles. You get to put that mind and somebody else's mind. That's what happened when I said, you got a nice shirt. You said, do I? Thank you. That wasn't your thought. That's what I told you about your shirt, nigga. So you really got to have a strong mind to understand, like, you damn near have to have a veil on to keep everything out, and then you can innovate your own thoughts. Well, I think, They don't come from the television. Well, also, too, it goes back, you know what I'm you saying? Know, I think when you talk about that, it goes back into the frequencies we talked about, how you want to be around people that, permeate the same energy you know possible or people who have information that you want and you deem valuable right. that's when you have um seduction and personality and these things was actually created and the funny part about it was these things was created in the quote-unquote white world by women to prevent themselves from being raped and actually having a chance to actually ascend in the hierarchy, because it was just man shit, ah, oh, be shit, like white man shit. Mm -hmm. So for them, like, damn, I, I can't get raped if I put a dress on, uh, put some perfume on, I learn how to be seductive and run game, then she stand a chance. So all this shit that we seeing is not our dynamic of having to finesse and be a certain kind of way. We yeah, not nah, living in nah, our natural mind nah. and space. So these things that we doing aren't coming from us as far as us sitting here nah, thinking. No, no, I agree, I agree. Like even, even, even professionalism has a has its connotations to it like okay so you know what i mean like your your your, your way of professional might be different in my way in my line of work your line of work being professional in quote unquote corporate america versus like construction work they got a different format like you know you take a construction worker you try to put like that shit ain't gonna mess mm -mm. so i think uh professionalism in there is making sure the nails is flat and there's no splinters. Yeah, yeah. You or fart, you know what I mean? There's all, out, all the PR crazy. stuff is taken care of. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, I think, yeah. you know, when it comes down to it, it's just creating our own environments. And I was talking to him about that. Everybody just being being able to own something. That's and, a power. And having the dignity uh, the to be able to know how it feels to be a man and eat from your own plate. You know what I mean? Um, I think that's the ultimate goal. And when I like I said, when I see when I seen you over there, you was over there, you know, messing with the stocks. I'm like, yo, he he over there eating. I got to, you know what I mean? That's one yeah. of the power dynamics that I picked up on. Facts. We got to bring this man in here Facts. and spread this power dynamic and figure out what he knows. Yeah. And then, you know what I mean? So that's, I'm always conscious of, like my man, Mr. 750, he done boosted my credit up like 
50 points in the last couple months. He's like, yo, you got, you just got to learn how to bank. You know what I mean? It goes back to what you say. The banks ain't good or evil. It's just about you knowing how the system works and using it to your advantage. You got to. They running game. They scamming. Why not? I'm not saying be a part of... Well, why not? I don't know. It depends on what you want, like you said. If you feel like you're here to build your empire, then why not enjoy and everything that you can use as a resource to build your empire? That's well, what's righteous. Well, I, I, wrote, I read like 48 Laws of Power, <laughs> and, I, and some of them laws I could apply. You know what I'm saying? Um... Like, despise the free lunch. But some of them, like, you know, I was like, nah, that's not in my character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what the whole thing is just telling you. That yeah. shit is not real. It's make-believe. You create a character, and then these are the attributes or the character that you're taking on. Right. It may not even be your real thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. It's just what you're using to manipulate and create the dynamic of power. Right. People don't understand that, and they'll say something like, Oh, that man's not a man of good character. You don't know. He may not even be a gangster. He just putting that on mm -hmm. for you. It's a fake. Yeah, it's and, a that, and that's what you society, never fucking know. I think that's what society teaches us to do. They, you know what I mean? And then when they find out who you really are, they'll be like, but this is who you paid for me to be. <laughs> that's you know, that's what I think like, you you like you 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 pay you you pay for me to cater to your illusion, and this is what you got. That's that's it though, right? Like yeah. what you were saying, people's just trying to force their reality off on you. That's what right. the whole game is. If not, we would all run around shitting and puking on each other. I mean, I mean, <laughs> who wants to fucking live in that world? The game, the game. Niggas say no. We gonna make a sewage system. I think we're not gonna I, fucking have to be nose to nose with humanity. It would be ugly. And then you know what? And this is all coming back to what the gang dynamic is, the, the energy, and, and just. You know what I mean? Trying to build the energy with people that are like-minded. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And that's ultimately what we're trying to do at the end of the day. And like that's what them kids on Reddit did. They got together with like-minded people that were mm -hmm. like, fuck the system, man. Anarchy. We're going to go ahead and... I don't even think it was that. It might have just been, let's get this bread. I, well, the thing... You know the what I'm thing, saying? Let's get well, this money. Because they were losing money for a while, so I don't necessarily... I think it was the mentality was um, they just wanted to be disruptive. I think... Because I did a little bit of research, and they were out there in front of Wall Street. They just wanted to... They just wanted to show they had the, the their currency was the power. And they were trying to show that it wasn't necessarily about the money, but it was about the power and the group dynamic. That's what I'm getting out of it. Yeah, I mean, the money is, as you keep eloquently stating, money is not, it's an illusion. Right. We're talking about currency. We're talking about energy. Energy we're talking focus. talking about copper. We're talking about silver. We're talking right. about gold. These things actually, the best things to carry currency. So if I got good positive energy and I say, yo, let's do commerce and we shake and you take this gold coin, that's actually a form of energy exchange. Right. Whereas a paper, it's no it's no conduit. That's a dead tree right there. <laughs> that's, that's, no, exactly. That's dead. You're like, exactly. It's dead by the time you get it. Exactly. It's no nah. conduit. It has no value. So obviously the trick is to create the money system, to have the real individuals put their energy behind it, then it becomes real. Right. Other than that, it's just monopoly and everybody's Shakespeare running their game. Hey, right. I, I, I made a pipe in my mouth and I ride a Ferrari. You ain't shit, nigga. <laughs> because your energy ain't gonna lie. And for those who right. know energy, we know you the nigga off the Monopoly thing, but really that ain't you. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's just like, well, you, know, you know what I mean? Like I, I tell, like I said this about, you know, you used to say back in the day, like, man, you eccentric. And I'm like, damn, I'm like, I feel like I didn't have enough money to be eccentric. <laughs> but at the same time, was I was weird, but I was. I, I was my kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? So I think 
the difference between being weird and eccentric is just the confidence that you have with it. When you be somebody else, you not you know you, you say not, weird is not confident, or which one is the confident one? Eccentric. I feel like eccentric is when you weird with confidence, and okay. you and you just living like you being your like. That's true. I a, agree. Andy Warhol was the type of dude that was that's like a dope ass. Uh, uh, dude is kind of weird, but he was confident and it's weird. That's a dope ass. Uh, you know what I'm saying? When you just weird and you not confident, you just a creep. <laughs> you know, low key. <laughs> you know and is you probably not a creep. But because you're so uncomfortable in your skin, everything you do is mad awkward. And because your energy, yeah, your energy. energy's off. Yeah, yeah. I do it all the time. You, I did it. Today. You making people? I was in the um, yeah, making people uncomfortable. I was in the store, and you know, I had a, I was dressed a, a certain way, and you know, Shorty saw me. She was like, "Yo, he's that guy." And then when she showed up, my energy wasn't rooted in that guy. So it was like, wait a minute. Is he that guy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because my energy wasn't like, I was telling my man, I was like, yo, that's my fault. I don't think he even knew what I was talking about. I'm like, I seen her seeing me before I seen her. And then next you know, she's in the store. Mm. And it kind of like, it kind of threw me off a little yeah. bit. Like, boom, she was right there. I was like, holy shit. She right there. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so no. I had to kind of like get the energy together and then be a normal guy. But it was already like yeah, kind of well, too late. You, you, know? had, you had already... Manifesting her that yeah. quick, dog. I'm like, no, I used to, I used to, fuck? I used to get a lot of, give off. I was a thug. I used to give off a lot of thought energy, so I'd end up with these women in these situations, and I'm like, damn, you know what I mean? And then yeah. when I stopped, you know, being that guy, I finally found me a nice woman. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, and I wasn't even looking. That was the thing. It's like you said, it manifested. Yeah. I was at work doing my job, mm -hmm. hardworking guy. I found my, my my woman when I was at work. I wasn't in the club. I went down the street. I went in the bar. That's the subconscious, though. You right, know what I'm niggas, li niggas live out the monkey mind. That's what the uh, like people who practice the Tao, they call it the monkey mind. Your shit is always moving. It's not even your real mind. That shit is yeah, it's a, a computer, and it's saying, like, you talk about emotions. These are all things that we supposed to have at our disposal to say, it's time to make music. Let me tap into my emotions. Right. It's time to create. Right. Let me tap into my thoughts. But we run around in our thoughts all day, and we don't ever listen to yeah. the heart. We don't ever go with our instincts it's and about, our It's gut. a balance to me? it. You know, there's a time and place for all of that. Like I say, emotions. Mm-hmm. Emotions, you don't need that in business. You you need that when you creating something, when you creating a product that people need to feel. You when you mm -hmm. you know what I mean. That Art. those are good. But when you you get angry at work, then you are gonna lose that fucking paper or that job or that situation. It ain't five D shit. It ain't three D shit. Emotional is something you can't see, so it's not even in this realm. Right. And then if I start acting emotional, I'm gonna bring that realm into this realm, and it's gonna be weird. Like why is he acting like? That? Yeah, yeah. It's not even real. It's not it, yo. Just chill. It'll pass. Yeah. You're a human. It's in your body. You feel it and you let it go. You move on and you use your heart. Do what your heart say or you use your gut. But the mind and, and the emotions is what we're taught to live out of. Right. Going to school. He hurt my feelings. Well, I don't really know what to do. You just, yo, you cut that shit off. Cut that shit the right. fuck off. It's a time off. and place. It's a it's, time it's, and it's place. It's difficult, though, because when you learn from kindergarten all the way your whole life to, 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 to use your mind. And even like as... Our culture concerns. We had my moms, grandmoms couldn't read. So it was kind of like, well, y'all niggas get a chance to use your mind. So I was like, oh, yes, I want to be a smart Negro. And now it's kind of like, yo, I played myself. I was better off with my instincts <laughs> using my heart and letting that guide me instead of just 
reading every book, and then analysis by paralysis, you ain't really moving nowhere. Mm-hmm. When you would have just stayed as a kid, stayed fucking with the music or whatever your heart was telling you to do, you would have been on your path to your true self. But now you done activated your mind and your emotions, and you said, Mom told me this shit. You mad at her. It's like, you, you, yo, yeah, you, no, you're I- set back 10 years to, before you figure out how to shut your mind down, how to have intelligent emotions, and get back to being a kid who did what his heart felt and could use these right. things as a tool. It take you another lifetime to get back there. Bro, when I when I, <laughs> when I quit drinking and smoking again, I felt like an A grader when I was talking to females. Like, it was awkward. It was mm-hmm. like, because all of that time that I was trying to experience those emotions, battery. I, I had those those substances with me. on that battery, yeah. So I was like, I was a grown man. Like, I scared to dance at a quinceanera with a woman. Like, <laughs> like my man's like, come up here. And I was like, I don't got that liquid courage no more. That's I'm just going to observe. You've never, I'm, you... Right, as your true self, have never had that experience. Exactly, you didn't have it. Whoever the fuck, when you hit the weed, you brought whoever the fuck he yeah, like, right. This nigga got it, and that was a humbling. <laughs> that was a humbling experience in itself. So I had to do like I don't dope. know. There was like a Star Trek where like where like Leonard Nimoy or whatever Spock had to like learn all this shit again. Like mm-hmm. I felt like that in that situation. And Spock was dumb smart. Yeah, yeah. So he had to come back and yeah. he, he he had to recreate his mind from the from where he left off. What the fuck was that? Star Trek the Sherm High episode? Uh, I don't know what that it nigga was. And came back. I was like, yo, I come back. I came back and I was like, but it was it was crazy though. But here's <laughs> when I realized I manifested was like, even with the situation with this job where I'm like, I'm in charge of other people. I was sitting there the other day and I bought this queen bed because my, my queen was like, yo, this little fool ain't doing no, <laughs> this ain't doing good. We need a I, we need a better bed. And I'm like, all right, you know what I mean? You good to me. I'm going to make sure you got a nice day. So I went and bought the bed. I'm sitting there. I woke up in the morning and my brother looked at that, a bunch of boards. He was like, uh, did that come from what instructions? Because that's going to be a hell of a puzzle to put together. And I'm like, damn, because this is my guy that I come to to get shit put together. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that pile now like, fuck, you know what I mean? I'm a, maybe I got to Google this shit, huh? No, nah, you know what? I sat there and I said, you know what? I got, I can do this. Sat there, put the whole bed together. He came in. He was like, bro, did you like Google the instructions or something? I was like, nah. I just leveled up, bro. And he was like, I see. And, I, I, and at this moment, I could see that he understood that this is not the same fucking yeah. dude that I was used to. Like, my brother done hit another Level. This is another. This is a man that I'm dealing with now. Yeah. You know. You know what I'm saying. Time isn't linear, though. Niggas think time is linear, but we never f- realize that we're going in seasons, and it's a cycle. It's not a straight line. Right. So right. We would never be able to catch ourselves. Right. So. So. <laughs> so. Just. Just that situation let me know that the critical thinking skills that I was developing was helping me in all areas of my life. You know what yeah, I'm saying. Man. And that's. I mean, ultimately, that's what this is all about. But what, man. I love to sit here and chop up with you tomorrow, but we'll be here all night. You know what you I know mean? How uh, we do. I love, love, I love, Fader. I love to have you come back again. Um, also, you got your podcast. You want to go ahead and? and uh, oh yeah, I got some things going on. Yeah, man. man. Know, go I ahead done, and drop. I done jumped in a whole nother bag. You know, I wasn't even in my self promotion bag. I just was in my teacher bag. Bro, that's how I felt too. I'm just you know like, we just having a decent conversation. So many different egos. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I know you got the Faded Saint. Faded you got Saint, though. My podcast is called Saints Room. You can get it on Anchor. Um, it's on Spotify. Um, yeah, so check that out. You could go to Faded underscore Saint. That's my Instagram page. I also have links to my Anchor on there, too. So, like, I appreciate um, 
the 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 invite. You know what I mean? I know I'm like, you know, it's like getting Obama in here. Or something I'm hard to get up with, but it's a pleasure being able to speak and share information. And I hope um I was able to provide something in some way or form that was um able to add benefit and value to somebody this afternoon. So that's my prayers. <clears throat> All right. So you got any you got any drops you want to do, Alberto? Uh, well, like I told you earlier, I got this sketchy-ass uh, LLC paper that I got to go through. But we got yoga coming to Phoenix. Uh, I'm just going to start some men program, then eventually lead out to the fam, bring everybody out. We're going to do some yoga in the park. Um, small, but be on the lookout for that. I'm going to have an Instagram and... I'm looking into some studios to start teaching in, some black studios, my jujitsu gym, but um, yeah. We Keep might have to collab us. on that gym thing too. Once you get up in there, I might come through with some burdock root tea. You know what I'm talking about? Some sarsaparilla tea. Oh, yeah. That's a some, whole some, other... Because me and this dude both are tea. herbalists. And I've been you studying... You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. We've been studying that. He in the health and fitness too. I, I, he do the juices. I do the smoothies. So... That's a whole nother thing that that's a whole nother venue we're gonna have to touch because just those vibes are in, in themselves. Oh, but wellness. yeah, so yeah. that so that's gonna be a whole nother right. podcast in itself because we all from the mind, body, and soul we can t- we can touch that. Um, I would just like to give a shout out to my co- you know my companies on uh, Integrity Threads is I N T E G dash G R I T T Y Threads T H R E A D S and then uh, Hustle Memory Clothing. Um, I got those on Instagram. You can check it out. Um, I'm, I'm right now, I'm doing a lot of the um, quality control, just making sure all my garments will make it through, you know, the cycles and making sure everything is legit before I, you know, send it out to the public because I'm just, I'm anal like that when it comes to, you know, you know, my product. So uh, I'm excited about that. You know, I got the hats and, the, and, you know, everything from hats to watches, shoes going on. So check that out and uh we appreciate y'all listening to us once again uh stay stay tuned for the next next podcast and we're gonna be doing some big things peace love and light y'all